Greetings. There we go. See, and I just want to say this. Chris, behave yourself, son. I'm not late. I'll press the button. It was like one second. And then the uh, whatever that bit, you know, the picture thing comes up. And then I've done the intro, mate. Hours are late. Come on. Give the man a break. So I'm guessing there's some happy chappies out there right now. Let me just move this camera. It looks a bit pear-shaped. Hang on. Truth be known, I, I, I will confess, because you know me, I had my webcam back up at the top of my uh, computer like I did, and I was looking at it, I thought, shit, I need to put it down here on the stand. But anyway, but yeah, so well done, England. Well done, boys. Uh, they're through to the final. First major final since 1966. I was just a thought in my mother's stomach of that year. And uh, yeah, bless her. <laughs> anyway, welcome, guys. And uh, for those of you that have enjoyed tonight's football and uh, have been, you know, having a few too many sherbets, I will forgive you if your spelling is a little bit pear-shaped and when I try to read what you're saying, it uh, it doesn't uh, make much sense. But anyway, so uh, Red Mist is in there. Boom! <laughs> oh, dear. Like, I mean, the uh, the Surf Jero show with Chef. Woo! Yep, it's uh, Shaquille. It's coming home. Uh, Andy Wheeler says, uh, evening all. Richie Rich. How you doing, my friend? How you doing, friend? Crypto Chris says their football is coming home. Uh, Dean Judd says, get in England. So, yeah, absolutely fine. And uh, Tim Mullins, uh, England into the Euro final. Good for the nation, uh, national morale. Will no doubt soften the blow uh, when we retain the cricket ashes uh, soon. There you go. So, uh, fair play. I mean, I didn't actually watch. I did watch the game, but it was in the background when I was doing some stuff. So, um, uh, I did see the penalty. That wasn't so clever, was it? Let's be straight with each other. That was a pretty that that was like a Sunday league morning penalty, wasn't it? Let's just go bottom bottom right hand corner. I mean, basic. So, but anyway, at the end of the day, the job was was done. So the question, I suppose, has to be now: What is the score going to be in the final? What do you guys reckon that the score will be? And uh, let let's see how many of you. Let's card. When's the final? Final Sunday? Is it Sunday? I think. Um, so let's see who uh, who predicts the right score. What do you think the score will be in the final? So what's been happening? Man, I've had a bit a, a busy week. I really have. So as you know, Bo started. Uh, she started on Monday. Gotta say, breath of fresh air. An absolute breath of fresh air. She not only is <laughs> sorry. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep a straight face. And Bobby. Well, oh no, where's Bobby? Here we go. I mean, talk about optimistic. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, uh, here we go. Right. Now, hang on. Slow down. There's too many, too many. Oh, did I put slow mode on? I don't know. I don't think I did, actually. That's just me. Um, there was another kind of saw there. Uh, yeah, Travis Roberts says, greetings from Virginia. You say, update. In a second, my friend. In a second. Yeah, so, been a busy week. Bo's come on board. She's helping me. Absolutely. Uh, breath of fresh air. You know, she's happy. She's positive. She's keen to work. She, she's working hours that she doesn't need to work. Um, she's learning everything. So yeah, absolutely delighted with that. And hopefully that will reflect in the videos now because beforehand I was doing a lot of it on my own. And as you know, like it's difficult when you've got like the camera and you don't know if it's working or not. And I can't actually see what I'm doing, but now she's there uh, doing what she's doing. So that's good. Look at me, mother. Val, 4-1. Mum, you don't even know what football looks like. How are you saying for? That's Tony, that is. That's Tony. Right, anyway. Um, so, yeah, so she's been fantastic. Really, really pleased about that. And it's uh, 
it's been uh, an interesting week. We also filmed the first of my new series, uh, which will be out very, very soon. It was hilarious. Cost me 500 baht, but it was hilarious. It really was funny. And hopefully when we put this one out, you're going to look, watch it and say, yeah, thumbs up, Trev. Let's keep that going because it was it was hilarious. And uh, yeah, I, I can't say, oh, yeah, I know we're going to go back to, you say that about the bar. I know I can't say it, but I can't say it, what it is, because uh, until it's out, once it's out, then I've done it then. And if anyone else wants to copy, I seem to be getting copied a lot at the moment. A bit weird, but anyway. Um, but anyway, yeah, so uh, once it's out there, then crack on, boys and girls and whoever, do your thing. Um, Trev, you miss England going to the Euro final. Do you know what? Oh, man. All right, well, let's do this. I don't really want to do this, but let's do this. I was just chatting to the boys in the admin team uh, in Discord, and uh, I'll tell you what I did miss, not miss, sorry, I'll tell you what was, was hard, was watching the crowds. It was hard watching the crowd. So many people there, no masks, enjoying themselves, having what we would consider to be back in the old days, fun. And uh, I don't want to get into it, so let's not start commenting, commenting, commenting about this. I don't want to turn this into the, the C show, but they've nailed me. Absolutely ripped my heart out yesterday because, unfortunately, my missus, it's her 40th birthday on the 17th. I had massive plans. We'd put together loads of different things I was doing for her. I really was putting the boat out because to be fair to her, bless her, you know, I'm not a big I'm not a big birthday person at the best of times. So she hasn't really had the most uh what are they called? We've always done nice things, but not like OTT, but she'd be 40. So I've done so much. And anyway, they've they've stopped it. They've said that uh, if she comes down here, then uh basically we're gonna be quarantined in here for two weeks so we can't go out the door. And when she goes back home they have to take the children out of our home. They have to go and stay with the nan and granddad and all that stuff. And she has to stay in the house on her own. Man, like boiling point angry, boiling point angry because it's just, uh, anyway. So, yeah, so I'm going to be upbeat because I have to be. And I'm going to be Mr. Happy Smiley person because that's, you know, probably why you tune in. It's not for these good looks, is it? Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm gutted, to be honest with you. I'm gutted. But watching the, the football, seeing the, the crowds enjoying themselves and all the rest of it, yeah, you know, fair shout. It, it, it's nice to see. So, right, where are we? Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, Whoa, hang on. Anthony Murphy. Trev, you might be a sound lab, but you're very shortcoming in private message. Sent you money. No, Really? Mate, send me an email. You send me an email. I reply to everybody and even more so with the money. So you send me a, an email, please, my friend. There you go. 247patea at gmail.com. Please send me an email. I have no idea what you're referring to. I've re I, my, my email inbox is empty. Uh, all my messages are empty. I spent three hours last night and an hour this morning before the show answering all, all the comments. So, mate, send me an email, please. Uh, I really have no idea what you're referring to, but but please do that, and I will, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, get back to you on that one. Really don't know where that's come from. Uh, right, where are we? Uh, Andy Smith says, morning, Trev. Hello, buddy. How you doing? Now, the, before we get too far into it today, uh, I just need to uh, – where are we? Uh, I just want to come up with this, and I want to welcome our new members. Uh, do, 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 do. One second. 
See, there's a lot of clicking going on today. I need to click that one to take that one off so I can click this one to put that one on. Right, here we go. Bosh. Uh, new members. So welcome, John Rainsford, Stuart Hessinger, Brian Humphreys, PA Comanche, and Tom Selner. Guys, thank you very much for joining the channel, supporting the channel. It's much appreciated. Uh, please drop me an email, 247patea at gmail.com. I will in turn send you back your digital ID card. And uh, once we get back out there and things are opening, which hopefully won't be in the, the two too far distant future uh then you'll be able to go out there and do your thing and go claim your buzzing free shot and all the discounts that i'm negotiating with various businesses here so guys thank you very much welcome to the channel uh right now we've asked for an update uh about the the kids which i'm going to do in a second that's oh man that's, that's unbelievable what we're doing fantastic um cool spots has any word on when the mask rules will be dropped in patea <laughs> Oh, I'm not laughing at you, Matt. I'm just laughing at the concept because, quite honestly, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing right now, to be honest with you. It's just a mess. And talking of messes, let's have a bit of this one, shall we? Look at that. Unbelievable. So we've got the Phuket Sandbox. And uh, as you can see there, uh, we have two new patients, And uh, says the chief of Phuket's public health office. And the, according to Mr. Cusack, the man took a COVID-19 test upon arrival as required by the Phuket's disease control measures. And the result was positive on Monday night. Oh, man. You know, I mean, so there we are. We've got this Phuket sandbox that's in, in full flow. And already we've got a clangor in the works. And now even even more so, the person that's been identified as having this this uh, this thing the people that travelled with him have also all been rounded up and bunged into uh, to, uh, isolation as well. So, you know, they, they've done nothing wrong. <laughs> they, they've trusted that the people that are getting on these aeroplanes have uh, fulfilled all the requirements. And yet now they're going to have two weeks stuck in a hotel room at their expense, may I say. So, you know, man, it's just mental, absolutely mental. But i don't know what can i say what can i say um <laughs> stuart i find it funny that birthday is wankered <laughs> well yeah i mean we do have a few uh funny little uh, uh combinations of words against english words etc um william mcdonald sorry trev how are you i'm okay mate thank you i'm okay uh all good my friend busy week busy busy week now Oh, Travis, my friend, thank you very much indeed for that. As always, uh, we'll, we'll come on to the charity now. Let's talk about the kids. Just to update you, I won't bore you with it. I'll just update you with it. Um, but, Travis, that's very, very kind of you. As always, every Super Chat donation I get goes to the children. So that's very, very kind. What's the time now? It's 5.12 in the morning. 5.12 in the morning. Bosh! Have one of them. <laughs> I only do it, right? People people pull me up and they say, why do you do that? at like five o'clock in the morning when people are sleeping. I'll tell you why, because the dude opposite me on a Friday and a Saturday and a, sometimes a Sunday, he, he has a party till four in the morning with music bouncing my walls. I mean, it's like bouncing my walls. So, you know, hey, listen, what goes around, you know, what, what comes around goes around or what goes around, whichever way around it is. Anyway, it's a round bit. One of those round bits, oh, it's got my leg out. I, I sit cross-legged, see, sometimes my legs go numb. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so, uh, yeah, that's it. Now, the children. Let's talk about the children. So what is happening right now, as you can see there, 
the rebuild started. It started on uh, Monday. And uh, basically, you see the building behind me there? That is their prayer room. And as you can see, they've got no walls, no protection from the rain. That fence that's just over my shoulder looks very good. But in fact, it's very worn. The roof leaks. Um, the floorboards are just awful. The glass in the back there that you can see is broken. Uh, so basically, what we're doing is we started Monday. And on Monday, we have started to rip up the floor. We're going to reseal all the roofs so that it doesn't rain. We're going to put rain um, uh, rain blinds down, you know, the roller blinds. We're going to put them down all the sides. We're taking the whole back wall out and making it an actual uh, proper wall rather than this glass bit that they chucked in because it's just no good. Uh, we're going to build a lean-to to the side <clears throat> so that children that are in the prayer room can also sit on the outside and do other activities, and they're going to be protected from the rain. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, so that's been fantastic. I am going to pop over probably today, actually, because today's Thursday, so they've done a fair bit. Take some photos. I'll post the photos in the community page on the YouTube channel here um, just to update you. I don't want to do another video, but what I am going to do is I'll put a video out, which will be out on Sunday. Uh, so if you are live streaming with me Sunday, you'll see the video then, and that video is about what we're planning to do and showing you, and then I will do the final video once it's all up and done and uh, everything's done. And I'll tell you what, it, it's going to look fantastic. It really, really is. Um, Jimmy, thank you so much, my friend. Absolute superstar. What a legend you are, my man. Thank you for all your support to the children. And, of course, it goes without saying, BOSH! That one is for you, my friend. Thank you so much. All right, so... Um, Crocodile Sunday says, Trev, would you not be better taking money for the kids via PayPal as Google take 30% of the money people send us away? I, to be honest with you, mate, yeah, you're right. I did try that, um, but I, I'll be totally upfront. I'm not going to hide nothing. I get more Super Chats than I did PayPal. So it was like, I'm just trying. I don't want to be like coming across as like I'm begging because I'm not. But what I'm trying to say is that when I ask people, if you want to drop a PayPal, they've got to leave YouTube, go to their PayPal, send the money. And don't get me wrong, many, many people did, and I'm entirely grateful for every single penny that's been sent to us. But I think with this one, it's just, it, it, I, I don't know, is it a click of a button? I, I don't know. But anyway, that, that was my logic, my friend. That was my logic. Uh, right, so now, oh, Diligent Crabs there. Hello, my friend. How you doing, buddy? How are you, my man? Not seen or heard from you for a couple of days, or not a couple of days, but I think a couple of live streams now. What are you up to anyway? Uh, Martin, and you, uh, greetings, everyone, and Trev from Miami. How you doing, my man? How are you doing? Still enjoying that beautiful view you've got? Man. Uh, Chris Dodgers, hello to all from the northeast coast of Maine, USA. How are you, my friend? So going back to this week, so we did the new show, which will be out very soon. Um, I did a really in-depth and quite open interview yesterday. I interviewed three guys, one of whom was Brian Jacks, yes, the judo uh, superstar, um, Brian, Steve, and Mark, three guys that all have known each other. They've had a, they had a, a cumulative years of being in Patea of 75 years between the three of them of living here. Um, and they went through some really good stuff. It was a real, real, um, enjoyable meeting, but I'll tell you what we did touch on and I will, I'll share it with you now. So, uh, you know, what's coming, but part one was more jovial about, you know, back in the day, this, that, that, and the other. But all three of them have suffered incredible uh, situations that they've had to deal with personally that they wanted. They wanted to share this with you. 
Um, Steve suffered with cancer. Mark had a horrific uh, relationship breakdown out here. And Brian suffered with depression and was, uh, was um, on medication, etc. And what they wanted to do in part two, which we covered, was they wanted to share their experiences and how they got themselves out of it and the future, etc., etc. And about being open and about talking, because men tend to not talk, do we? We don't, we're very like, you know, we're like that, aren't we? But when things are inside that we need to share on the outside we're very slow in coming forward on that because we perceive that in some ways to become a weakness which obviously you know we don't want to be weak we want to be strong anyway that's what that was about so that was good um did the q a the other day down in uh, the hideaway that was great really really nice and uh kevin thailand god bless your soul sir uh, rest in peace my friend so that that was really good um in, enjoyed doing that larry Who's watched the Larry interview from uh, Secrets and uh, Baby Dolls? Man, Baby Dolls. Oh, do you know what? I remember the first time I went into Baby Dolls as a customer, and I was like, <laughs> okay, this is different. Same, same, but different. And, you know, bear in mind we had X-Zone, we had the windmill, and then, of course, we had, the you know, a few other places around. But when I went into Baby Dolls, I was like, man, like, what is this going on? And then I remember Paul, who was the manager there with Larry, he contacted me and said, Trev, can you come do some photos? And I'm thinking, what am I going to photograph? Because they're all, and I can't do that. You know, well, what do you want me to do with that? So anyway, it was, uh, but, you know, I took photos there for about three years and it was great fun. The girls were just hilarious. Have you been to Baby Dolls? And just, just put, yes, good time, yes, okay, yes, bad time, or no, wanted to go, missed out. Did you go to Baby Dolls? And uh, in Soy 15, and if you did, what did you think about it? Uh, Travis, my friend, thank you very, very much indeed. That's so kind of you. Thank you indeed. Much, much appreciated. And, of course, without any hesitation whatsoever, bosh, that one is for you. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, I've been set. Oh, there you go. D-Rock says, Larry's interview was awesome. Yeah, he was brilliant, mate. He was brilliant. He really, really was. And... Uh, such a nice and did you know what here's the interesting thing and i didn't know this i'm going to put my hands up i didn't know this but larry hasn't had a drink here alcoholic drink for 40 years now i'm not being funny i couldn't do that if i'm being honest and you know you think about it, you're in the hive of the one of the biggest night well night industries here the, the nightlife here in, in Pattaya is is just famous around the world He's also the manager, so he's got people coming in all the time to see him. Hello, mate, how are you doing? Can I get you a drink kind of situation? So, you know, it was uh, it was temptations right on the edge of him there. And, and of course, he's got to go, oh, I'll just have a water, please. No, come on, mate, have a bit. No, seriously, I, I don't drink. I'll just have a soda. Really? Are you sure? You, yeah, yeah, I don't. Imagine how many times he must have had that conversation. 40 years. I mean, fair play, my man. Fair play, you are a lot, lot stronger than I am. Uh, Tommy J, Travis, big ups. Yeah, thank you very much, Travis. Much appreciated, my friend. Um, where are we? Oh, okay. Go the Hines. Hey, champ, good mate of mine has to sell his bar in Pate. He has to. He has to for, oh, that's a shame, mate. That's a shame. And, uh, you know, uh, there is a lot of casualties here. You know, there's no way of hiding it. There's no way of trying to cover it up, et cetera, et cetera. There is a lot of casualties that have suffered, and it is. It's awful. You know, I hate it. I hate it. 
nobody deserves to have to be forced to close because they can't make ends meet through no fault of their own. You know, it's a different story if they've done it and they give it their best shot and it didn't work. All right, it's still not nice, but at least they've had the opportunity to try and do things. But this has just absolutely ripped the heart out of this city and, and there's still little signs of anything improving, to be fair. Uh, Andy Wheeler. Andy, thank you very much indeed, my friend. It's an absolute star of you. Take Mo for lunch on me and, uh, and well, happy birthday, Mo. Man, thank you very much indeed, Andy. It's very, very kind of you. And, uh, of course, my friend, boom, that one is for you. Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, oh, and Simon. Simon Davidson, mate, what a star. Thank you very much. Of course, that will go to the children without any hesitation whatsoever. And I can't wait to update you guys. Thank you so much indeed. Really is very, very kind of you. And, uh, of course, my man, bosh, that one is for you. There we go. All right, so... Um, or oh, another one person. Oh, damn, I've just pressed the you see when you press this button, right? It just goes whoosh, and I'm like, no, don't do that. Uh, oh, here we go, right? Yeah, oh, David says, oh, I watched it, cool guy, even though he had a Red Sox jersey on. I was oblivious to all this, right? And so, of course, we put this, this, um, the video out, and I got all this red, uh, this Red Sox thing, and I keep looking at it, I ain't got no Red Sox on what you're on about, and he was wearing trainers, and then I realized it was the jersey. Oh, I don't follow this, I mean. Is red? Uh, I'm going to get nailed again, and I. I'm going to get nailed again. All right. Oh well, what the hell? Is Red Sox basketball or baseball? Or, uh, is it America? Oh, I, I don't know. So be gentle. Be gentle. If you're going to nail me, remember I don't know. <laughs> yes, I know. There's a lot of things I don't know, but I just don't know. So anyway, uh, nobody, man, just me says England will be Italy. It's coming home. Do you reckon? What's the scores? Oh, uh, dear. Uh, Karen Flang from the jungle. Where are you in the jungle, my friend? Which jungle are you? Not obviously which jungle. I know where jungle is. But what part of Thailand is your jungle? My jungle is Korat. Well, outside of Korat. Between Chok Chai and Korat, I'm in the middle of Dang Kuyan. That's my little jungle. But where are you, my friend? Where are you? Uh, Mozilla's love boats. Thank you very much, my friend. That's absolutely so, so kind of you. Hello to the best host, best channel, and best lads. I will go with the last one, the best lads. The people that we have on here are just unbelievable. Do you know, I love you all. People say to me sometimes, why are you doing this? I say, because I love it. And I don't love it through any financial means. I don't love it because of any, oh, look at me bullshit. I love it because it's just great. We've got an incredible community and it's fantastic. So, Thank you so much indeed, my friend. Absolutely top, top man. Of course, bosh, that one is for you. Thank you so much. But in all honesty, without trying to say that sound like a bit of a gay lord, that is the reason why I love this. I really, really do. I love it. It's it's just so much good fun. Uh, Thailand, Geordie. Wow, hard to do. Takes a lot of willpower, strongly. Yeah, I've got to be honest with you, right? And, I'm, and, I'll, and I'll show you how weak I am. So I don't drink Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I have a drink on a Friday and a Saturday. Not really a Sunday because obviously I live stream. Yesterday when I got the news and I spoke to my missus, like she was in tears. I was really upset. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go out. And I, and I went and bought some beers, sat up here, felt sorry for myself, had a few beers and thought, to hell with it. You know, but that's how weak I am. You know, I I, I just give in. So, yeah, it is, uh, it is, it is really, really hard at times. So for Larry to do that for 40 years, I mean, man, that's just fair play to him. Fair, 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 fair play to Larry. 
Uh, right, where are you? Um, Andrew says, T, if you knew you had the weakness of becoming addicted to alcohol, you'd be on the water as well. I used to be addicted to fat birds. No, my wife was... <laughs> Maybe that's what I can... No, 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 no. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I'm not going down that road. Oh, my Lord. Um, oh, here we go. Mr. Mario 555 says, not had a drink since October 2019. Uh, never drink in the UK. And only two, two to three times when I'm on a, when I'm on abroad. When I'm abroad. So, you know, fair play, mate. You know, I, I respect everybody that can do that. Because I'm weak. I couldn't do it. If you said to me now, you can't have a beer for X amount of time, or well, not time, because I've done I've done like a month, two months, all that kind of stuff. But if you said to me, that's it, you're done, I'd be like, really? Man, my tea bags would have to be premium level. They'd have to be so good. Uh, Mark Smith says, good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Mark. How are you, my friend? It's good to see you on here. Uh, oh, here we go. Right. Thailand Geordie says, question, do you use expat shops? And if you do... What do you like to get or wish you could get? Also, which one in particular is your favorite to use? I don't use them a lot. And, and it's only because I don't eat a lot of flank food. I eat Thai food. So, like, literally across the road here, I've got a wonderful little Thai store. Her uh, uh, husband and wife team, they're lovely. Only young, only young couple. Um, they've got a little baby girl. And uh, they're lovely, really, really nice people. So I go over there pretty much for all of my food. And then what I do is I get her to cook me, say, eight or ten dishes, and she puts them in the bags. When I bring them all back, and I stick them in my fridge, uh, in my freezer, sorry. So when I do go, and I, and I do go occasionally to the expat food shops, I go mainly for, uh, like, the we get cartons of um, pre-made, like, curry, like chicken curry, Chinese chicken curry style. I mean, it's, it's awful. But what I do is I, I add my own ingredients. So I, <laughs> all right, I'll tell you. So I get a blob of peanut butter sauce and stick it in the curry. I put some tomato sauce on top. Then I put some chilies. Then I put some green chilies. I put some big onion. And then I simmer it slowly for about 15, 20 minutes. Mix it all up. And it's lush. Lush. Who's heard of that word before? Lush. I get now for the things I say. You say, like, oh, it's proper. That's proper good. Well, yeah, but that's lush as well. So, hey, if you've not heard of lush before, now you have. Um, Matthew Harbour, morning, mate, from sunny Norwich in Norfolk. Great on you, my friend. Great on you. My, my very good friend of mine, Nick Bloy. He's he's a Norwich man. Do you know him, Nick Bloy? I know it's only a small village. Maybe you know each other. I don't know. Uh, Kev Closter, uh, sorry, Kev Closter says, I could tell you some stories, T. I've been visiting Patia from 1985. Wow. Get on the channel, mate. Come on. Let's let's connect with me. Hit me up on an email. Uh, ping me an email, my man, and let's get you on the channel. Come and do it. If you've got a, a webcam, then uh, let's let's connect. Tell me what it was like back in the day. Back in the day, lad, when I was a little took boy. Yeah, get on there, mate. Drop me an email. Let's do that. That'll be awesome. Richie, behave yourself. Behave yourself. I'm not doing it. I am not doing it. You, you, you get me to do this every bloody time. There's nothing different in there. It is not... It's not opening. And you can behave as well, Chris. It is not full of takeout. It's empty. For fuck's sake. Look. There you go. That's it. That's it. And can I just show you? Actually, let me hold on. You can't see that. See, look, there's nothing in there. Now, leave me bloody fridge alone. But what I do want to say, um, where are we? 
Oh, my Lord. How cool is this? Byron, thank you so much indeed, my friend. I met this guy called Byron the other day, one of the guys off the channel. He bought these over for my missus for her birthday. And uh, that's very, very kind of you. And he got me a tub of um, honey roasted peanuts. Byron, thank you so much, my friend. That's so, so kind of you. And yes, I will leave them in there until my missus comes down. And no, I won't slip the cellophane, pull one out, nick one, put it back in sellotape, say, sweet us, there's one missing. <laughs> But, uh, right, now get off me fridge. Leave me fridge alone, for goodness sake. Jesus. <sighs> right, now where were we? I don't know. I've lost myself. Um, uh, Robert Newcase says, I did email Key Visa to see what the options to extend. Yeah, do it, mate. Darren at Key Visa, really, really good guy. Been here a long time, knows his stuff. Um, he'll help you out. Now, here's one for you. So, I had to go and do that interview yesterday with uh, Brian and the guys. So I made a lot of notes. And what I want to do is I want to print them out. This is one for you guys. If you're going to have to go to immigration at any stage and you're going to need to do some uh, um, photocopying for be it your passport or documents, whatever, do not go to that little kiosk on the side of immigration. Go in the immigration door and there's a, uh, a photocopy machine there with a guy that stands there and he will do it for it. And I'll tell you why. So yesterday, I think, yeah, I've got to go and do this interview. So I want to print this out so I can keep my notes. Excuse me. Keep my notes going. So I thought, well, I'll have a nip in here. Yeah, they're open. It's before nine o'clock. No dramas. I walked in. Hello, mate. Uh, three copies, please. Yeah, 150 baht. Who are you talking to? Yeah, fella, I think your bin's ready, mate. Come here. I'm like, 150 baht for what? For the three copies. I said, I want three copies. I don't want to buy the machine, mate. What's that about? 50 baht a copy. 50 baht a copy. I mean, you go to any shop here in Pattaya, at max, you'll pay 10 baht a copy. Max. So anyway, I did have a little bit of a moan. Actually, I had, a bit, I had more than a little bit of a moan. In fact, actually, yeah, I did moan. I said, that's daylight robbery, mate. I said, where you park your Porsche? Out the front there? Anyway, so he must have got the hint because he went over, done the copying, come back and went, we'll call it 100 bar. I said, I'll call it bloody robbery, mate. But there you go. So, yeah, that's what he done. So, yeah, point, guys, go into immigration. And I only didn't go into immigration for the simple fact being, I just thought, I'll go in the shop next door. I know they do it because they do the, the photos for your, your pictures and stuff. 50 bar! Damn, what was that about? Unbelievable. Uh, Vinshai says, my favorite Thai food is street cart pad thai. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pad thai guy. <whistles> Damn, nice chicken. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, now, talk. Oh, here we go. In case you didn't see the other message, Red Sox is Boston's baseball team. Ah, baseball. Well, there you go. Danny Sports Bar. He was the uh, sports uh, correspondent for baseball for years, years, like, like years. And uh, he's got a bar in Treetown. Really, really nice guy. If you missed the interview, I interviewed him. Have a look back in the uh, videos I've done. I interviewed him. Really, really nice. That dude knows everything about it. So if you are into your baseball, check the video out and go and see Danny in Danny's Sports Bar in Treetown. As you look at Treetown from Soibacow area, in the far right-hand corner, that's where he is. Uh, you can't miss it. It's near near that big old club, um, the 11 Club and all those. There's a couple of other uh, buildings there. Right as you go through it, the Soy Maiden Silence, right there. Uh, right, what's up? Uh, here we go. Uh, oh, damn, sorry. Uh, 
Amar says, what's up, T? Hi from Los Angeles. Which one is the best club in Pattaya, in your opinion? When you say the club, my friend, sorry to be a bellend, but can you just clarify, are you talking about nightclub or are you talking about a go-go club? What kind of club are you referring to, my friend? Uh, Mark Smith, they, <laughs> they call me Mr. Pepke now. <laughs> okay, no, uh, a buzzing copy shop. Mate, honestly, 50 bar, a sheet, a sheet. You can buy a ream of paper here for like, I think it's about 90 bar for, for, for uh, 500 uh, 500 pages 50 bar man unbelievable and i'm not tight but i am tight when it comes to that. that that really did shake me up i was happy about that uh now where are we i've got uh did, 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 right here you go so i've had a few questions sent in and here's a good question which i want your opinion on because as you know without getting into the nitty-gritty the deep and meaningfuls and all the rest of it you know that we are on the verge of releasing where the buzzing bar is. And I know you lot are all out there guessing. And it has been fun. It has been fun. And uh, I did pose the question, and I'd like your feedback on this, guys, please, because I do listen to everything you tell me, and I do think it's important to understand what you guys think and, and don't think. So the question is there is, is a no-smoking bar okay? And for me, I think... The, the buzzing bar will not think. The buzzing bar is going to not be a smoking bar. You, you know, you can go outside and, and uh, have your cigarette, whatever. I can't say too much. Cool. Give it away. Nice try, boys. Nice try. But anyway, let's just say that you can't smoke inside. Um, so so is a, if, if it's a no smoking bar, is that now acceptable? Is that okay? Because uh, I think it is. I'm non-smoker. I've never smoked in my life. But I've, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. Help me out, guys. What do you think? Is it okay to be a no-smoking bar, in your opinion? Uh, well, I saw this. There you go. John Taylor's. It's John says It's rounders, not... I used to play rounders. That was great. I love rounders. Who, who, who used to play rounders when you were a kid? Oh, see you later. And that's it. You give it hell for leather. Um, put the copy guy on your video and black man... <laughs> It was just so expensive. I'm like, bloody hell, like, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind paying, like, 20 bar a copy, 30 bar a copy, even, you know, but 50 bar a copy. Mate, that was, he was having a giraffe with me. He really, really was. I mean, yeah, there you go. See, Chugsy says, it's not about the money. It's the principle. Exactly. You know, I don't mind, but don't, don't have me pants down and spank me hard, mate, because it's just not on. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just not on. It really ain't on. Um... Andy Wheeler says, yes, I smoke, but we'll go outside. Okay, cool. Ace of Ace says, no smoking. <laughs> Walk about walking. <laughs> Only smoking, hot girls. Yeah. Oh, Jim Carrey, what was that film? Smoking. Um, oh, God. Damn. He had the face. The mask. Was it the mask? It was the mask, wasn't it? Smoking. It was the mask. Yeah, it was the mask. I'm sure it was the mask. Was it the mask? I don't know. Anyway, was it the mask? <laughs> I don't know. Um... Oh, I saw on there now. What is uh Muzini's Lubber says, I prefer a smoking section in the bar, but how can you do that, mate? <laughs> it, it's going to go everywhere, isn't it? It's going to go everywhere. So, you know, see, you see the yes or no, and I think, it, well, it is going to be a no. Um, Kev Johnson says, yes, no smoking. It's better on the people than equipment inside the bar. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Keith, Keith, thank you very much indeed, my friend, for the super chats. Very, very kind of you, my man. Absolutely much appreciated. And uh, it goes without saying. 
Chef, one of them. That one is for you. Thank you very much. Um, I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. Jackie Chan. As long as it's not a dry bar or a vegan bar. A dry bar. What's a dry bar? Never heard of a dry bar. And, and a vegan bar. What's that got to do with buying a beer? I don't know, mate. Have I lost support? Have I lost that one? Maybe it's a whoosh. Oh, I'm not really sure. Probably. Uh, Nobody, man, just me. Drinking beer and smoking goes hand in hand. Yeah, I, I do, you know. But, and, and like I say, I'm not a smoker. And don't get me wrong, I've grown up in bars where smoking was always allowed before they, they banned it and made you go and stand outside. I get that. I, I absolutely 100% get that that is like what people associate. Yeah, I'll have a beer and a fag and, you know. But you can still do that outside. You don't have to do it inside, do you? I mean, you can just pop out, have your cigarette, come back in, sit back down, crack on with your beers. I don't know. Is it, is it that? I'm not a smoker, so it's hard for me to say how how um, how inconvenient that would be. Don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Peter says, I need to turn down the speakers for those boshes. I'm sorry, mate. I just get a little bit excited. You know what I mean? Simple things, please. Simple minds and me going, bosh! Did I catch you out then? Is is just one of them. Right. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, dry bar means no alcohol. Well, how can I have a dry bar then? I can't have a bar, can I? Surely it won't be called a bar if there's no alcohol. What would it be called? A cafe? <laughs> Surely a bar's a bar. No. How can it be dry? <laughs> that's just, that's blown me away, that is. Yeah, I'm going to open a bar, but I'm not going to sell any alcohol. <laughs> or are you talking about a bar that doesn't, no, because if it doesn't sell alcohol, it'd be a cafe, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I really, really don't know. I'm sorry. And I'm not being a dick, even though I am a dick, but I just thought I'd try and understand what it is without being a dick. But maybe I'm coming across as being a dick. So there you go. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, anyway, right. Now, where are we? So we did have some other questions, which I want to show you. Now, Devo. Devo says, I booked for February 2022. If no good, how about visiting in low season? Will it be okay? Now, that's a really good question. Now, before we all start going, uh, Think about it this way. Back in the day, back in the day, it used to be high seasons and low seasons. We used to have the high season. It was rammed and we'd have the low season, which was busy, but obviously nowhere near as rammed as the high season. But right now, my friend, you can come over any day of the week you want because we don't have a season. And when things do eventually come back and, you know, we're allowed to travel around and do our stuff, et cetera, et cetera, I don't think we will go into the seasons as soon as perhaps maybe people think. And I'll tell you why, because from what I can gather watching the comments on our Discord group, oh, can I just say very quickly, 2,152 members in our Discord group, the group that people said, don't change from Telegram. We've got 1,080 people. Don't change. Well, there you go, boys. Bosh. Um, anyway, yeah, so join our Discord group. There's so many people on there. And watch out, because Paddy and Jimmy's there with his hammer. Bing, bing. Anyway, so going back to the seasons. Yeah, from what I can gather, when I watch these uh, videos and I, and I watch the comments and I read all what's going on, I think, rightly or wrongly, I might be wrong here, but I think that you guys will get out here as soon as you can because you've also been kept away from here. And, you know, I know I was talking earlier about Mo not being able to come down. And, yeah, it is um, – it is uh, – heartbreaking i'm not gonna lie but my point being is 
that's a little inconvenience for me, something that we can get around. But for you guys, you can't get here. So I'm guessing when things do open back up, I'm, I'm expecting a not a stampede, but I expect to see a lot of people out here. So to answer your question, my friend, right now I think it'll be a couple of years before we see the like the old days, high season, low season. I don't think you'll you'll have a problem. Just come out and you will enjoy yourself. Absolutely no doubt. Uh, right now, where are we? Uh, a juice. Anton, Anton says a juice bar. Yeah, I can't. Uh, you know, coffee shop, juice bar, beer bar. I don't know. I, I can't see a juice bar. Let's go down to Buzzing and have an orange juice. No, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like fresh fruit juices. There's a, there's a place over there just across the road. They make the juices. I love them. They're really, really nice. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it would just be a no smoking bar. Oh, here we go. Me mother. The sound on my phone is going up and down like a yo-yo, you and your Bosch. See, I'm 54 years old and my mum's still telling me off. <laughs> same, same, but different. Sorry, mum. Oh, sorry, mum. Did that get you? Sorry. <laughs> She'll be sitting there, bloody stupid idiot. <laughs> oh, there. Right now, where are we? Uh, oh, look, look, look at you lot jumping on the bandwagon. D-Rock there. Yeah. Hi, Val. You got this. Don't encourage her. Don't encourage her. I had to move across the other side of the world to get away from her telling me off. I'm only joking, mum. You know I'm lying. I'm not, I, I never did that. Uh, Vince says, listen to your mum. Mate, I always listen to me mum. She, she's... <laughs> Do you know what? When I was a kid, I, my mum was very, very... Um, how can I put it? Uh, my mum was very easy to read as to her moods. Because if I was in trouble, she wouldn't speak to me. I'd just get that. She'd get that frown. And it was hilarious. I used to giggle to myself inside. go, sorry, mum. <laughs> and she'd be sitting there thinking, bloody kid. <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry, mum. If it made you feel any better, I, I did listen to you, but just didn't really take it in. Uh, now, here's a good question. Here's a good question. So we put the video out the other day, the Patea Beach Club. Now, if you're not sure what I'm referring to, it's basically the beach club that's right in the center of Treetown in the middle of Soibacal. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a new concept that they're bringing to the area. And I interviewed the guys. It was out on Tuesday. If you missed the interview, have a look back. It was on Tuesday's video. Anyway, these two guys, uh, Patrick and Jack, really nice guys. And I want to just squash this room, okay? People keep saying in, in some of the comments, Oh, yeah, you know, these are just two guys got a bit of money, don't really know what they're doing. Let me tell you now, okay, for a start, Patrick was the first person to open Taboo in Walking Street. Jack's got clubs in LK Metro. These guys know the score. But the question that they are, or not they've asked, but the question that people have asked is, being a beach club stroke, swimming pool stroke, sunbathing area, it's great for us. You know, we'll sit there with our one-packs, <laughs> me one-pack. Some of you show-offs have got two and a half packs, and some of you real show-offs have got your six-pack, you buggers. Anyway, but the point being is we'll all be sunbathing, but as you may or may not know, Thai women, generally speaking, don't like the sun. I mean, like, if Mo comes out of me, we go down the beach. She's dressed like it's a winter's day, and I'm like, what are you doing, you weirdo? But she's got a long sleeve on. She's got a hat on. She's got long jeans, and I'm thinking, God damn, girl, what are you doing? She doesn't like sunbathing, as do many other Thai women. So the question's put there, will the girls sunbathe? Because on the other side of the coin, 
if they don't sunbathe, will you go into a bath surrounded by people like me with me one pack out and me big boobs? Would you do that? Because I wouldn't. Well, I would because I'd be jealous. I mean, it's got bigger tits than me, bastard. But do you know what I mean? It's like, it's a very valid point because a lot of these girls don't like sunbathing. So I don't know. And of course, if they don't sunbathe, would you go to the club? And I didn't even give it a second thought to me until people said about it. And I thought, yeah, so that's a really, really good point. It really is. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think the girls will do it or not? Not sure. Uh, Pania Jimmy. Dude, me and you need to have a conversation. Val, you're a hero putting up with Trevor. Hey, mate, don't you think my mum's some little angel? I tell her, when she's got a bag on, when she used to have her Sydney Saddons, oh, my life, my Lord. Man, we used to know about it. Uh, let me get rid of that banner. Uh, yeah, my mum would, uh, yeah. Uh, Steve Diggins says, love to play pool with you in October. Mate, I can't wait. I've got one game I just need to sort out, and that's just this this, this guy who thinks he's decent, and he's not decent. He thinks he is. But anyway, he's keep going, yabby, yap, yap, yabby, yap, yap, yap. I'm going to do you. He's frightened because he'll only play one game. So, of course, if he spunks a black in by accident and he just, you know, he managed to, to get a lucky game, that's his little claim to fame. He won't play me. And... Um, I, I don't. I can't remember his name. I think it's Jimmy Patty. I think it's something like that. But anyway, he's, he's a coward. He won't face me over like seven racks or, or, or ten racks or nine racks. Sorry, he won't. He won't face me. But yes, Steve, my friend, love to have a game with you. Absolutely. And uh, Jimmy Patty, if you're watching, mate, come and have a watch and see how it's done properly. Right where? Um, Oh, Vince Shire says, Trev, is the guy who ran Devil's Den Hell's Club still in town? Good interview. Uh, you're referring to Mike and David. David was the manager there. Mike was the owner. Uh, no, it's long gone now. It's now a bar and, uh, oh, man, I can't think of the name of it. Um, oh, no, it's, it's long gone, my friend. Long, long gone. All done, dusted. That's it. Exit, stage left. All that. Who's saying? Who's, whose album was Exit, Stage Left? No Googling. Don't cheat. Whose album was Exit Stage Left? Do you know? And I'll tell you what, as a drummer, Neil Peart was the best drummer in the world, in my opinion. Best drummer in the world. Man, the riffs that that dude could do. He had a 360-degree kit, believe it or not. Unbelievable. Oh, hello. Look, there he is. See, it's like going fishing, isn't it? Put your rod in. Oh, 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 there's a nibble. Oh, it's Jimmy. <laughs> Uh, oh, there you go, boy. See, yeah, you got it, Rush. 2112. Oh, man. YYZ was... If, if you like drumming, if you're into your drumming and you're not sure and you've never listened to Rush before, listen to a song called YYZ. Unbelievable. What a drum solo. What a drum solo. Uh, no, it wasn't Phil Connors, my friend. It was uh, Rush. It was Rush. Is everyone saying that? Yeah, Rush. No, no, it's Rush. Henry McIver uh, says Rush. Yeah, absolutely. Rush, that's right. Yeah, it was, my friend. It was. Um... Paul Kelly says, Tiger girls like being seven side naked and go-go's, they get paid to do it. But that's not the issue, my friend. They're in an air-conditioned room with no sun. You now go and get a girl to go out in the sun and get sunburned. Crack on, my friend. Let me know how you get on, my man. Let me know how you get on. All right, so uh, well, let me just do this one quickly. Um, uh, Michael Rushpool, thank you very much, my friend, indeed. That's very, very kind of you. Uh, it says, do you agree that if the Thai government doesn't sort out their reopening plan by high season, it won't be till next year's high season that things reopen? Oh, man, you know, I they've got to sort this out. You know, it's not a case of if. They've just got to do it. I'm, I can't get into this deep meaningful because 
if you come over onto Discord, I'll do a deep and meaningful one there. I can't do it on here. But all I will say is I'm amazed that there hasn't been more um, – well, I can't say this word. Um, think about what happened in London. In uh, Think about the toxic – well, think about that part. I'm amazed we haven't had that here because they are just suppressing the crap out of this place, and it really is not good. Come on to Discord and we can chat about it there. Uh, and, of course, my friend, without a shadow of a doubt, it goes without saying, Gosh, sorry, Mum, but that one is for you. Your mum's sitting saying, bloody noisy kid. All right, uh, where are we? Now, here's one for you guys, and I can't help you because I'm rubbish. I'm absolutely rubbish. Question is, best golf courses near Pattaya and the prices. Guys, crack on. I've got no idea. One second. Okay, so as you know, I don't play golf. My boy does, Aiden, and he's a little bit handy. The rat, oh, <laughs> behave yourself, son. Respect your elders. Um, I'm saying respect your elders, and there's me giving me mum grief. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, he plays golf, but I don't. I'm 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 a hit and hope kind of guy. So basically, the point being is, if you can recommend a good golf course, please drop the comment below because truthfully, I haven't got a Scooby Doo about golf. I really haven't. I've been to a few places. Um, Tyrone Rengley, if you want to improve your game, uh, he's got a, a golf academy up on, uh, I think it's Waterside. Is it Waterside? He's just moved. I think it's Waterside. Um, fantastic guy. Very, very good golfer. Very, very good coach as well. And uh, he can help you out in all kinds of, uh, of aspects of your game. But, uh, yeah, I don't really. I mean, so Andy Willis is Burupar, yeah. Uh, Mike Masamoto is the head of Burupar. And the reason I know that is because I did a lot of the photography and videography for the Caddies, the uh, international Caddies competition, which obviously they haven't had. Um, but that was really good. Loads of eye candy. Loads of eye candy. Uh, Lam Chibang, yeah, Paul, Paul there. Lam Chibang, that's just uh, further down the road. There's two courses right next to each other. Um, again, good, good, uh, good golf course there. Best for golfers, go to the LK Metro and join a group out in, yeah. Um, sadly, you know, like Retox came on, obviously, you know, they've closed for good now. So that's a, a, a golf um, society that sadly is no more. Um, also, uh, the, the golf bar there, that's gone. That's now a, uh, so now a normal, it's a girly bar, I think. Um, but there are still a few players. Go and see uh, Darren, Darren in iRovers. I believe they have a golf society. Um, but yeah, definitely go and join them. Oh, yeah, Paul says there, the Lynx. Yeah, the Lynx Golf Society. Uh, what about a mini golf? Any places I don't recall? Yes, there is. Now, if you go over to Mirabelle, M-I-R-A-B-E-L-L-E, uh, Mirabelle, -L -L -E, um, they've got a, uh, a mini golf. Well, actually, no, sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll stand correct. They've got crazy golf. Nice bar there. Uh, there's, a, there's a pool around there, and you can play crazy golf. 18-hole crazy golf, and that's, that's pretty fun. Um, regarding mini golf, if you go to Pratanak Soy 6, I think it's Soy 6 or Soy 5. It's either or. Um, but anyway, you're a stone's throw from each other, so it's not – I think it's Soy 6. But if you go down the hill towards the bottom, towards near where the beach end is, uh, there's a there's a mini golf there, and that's a nine-hole, nine-hole mini golf. And you can hire the clubs and hire the, the ball and everything. Hire the ball. You get given the ball. Hire the clubs. Um, but you can go play, and, uh, yeah, that's good fun. That's good fun. I played with son in there, and he thrashed me in there as well, so I don't go back anymore. All right, so that's that question then. Um, right. Uh, let's see what comments. 
Uh, oh, uh, Santa Peru on Koh Samui is good. Wow, nice. I like Koh Samui. I, mean, I haven't been for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, once things resume normally, I would like to go because I, I sound like an old record, but I am going to go off and do stuff. And, and one of the things I wanted to do when Mo was coming down is I want to go to Koh Lan and, and do the video. Obviously, she can't come down, so I'm going to go and do it with Jack Jones, which is a real downer. But anyway, um, but yeah, I'm going to start to get myself out there and do stuff. Uh, right. Michael says, 190 watch, only 98 likes. Step it up, boys. <laughs> I'm not allowed to ask you to like it because otherwise other people say, no, you shouldn't say that on their videos. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, never mind. Um, Trev, can I buy a decent Kieran Patea before I play you? Uh, you can, mate. Yes, you can. There's a couple of places here that sell queues. Um, probably the best one I would say for the queues would be Double Kiss on Third Road. Uh, they got a, they, they hold good competitions there. There's a lot of uh, money, good money competition, like you know, five hundred quid, thousand pounds, talking pounds now, not not bar. Um, so they got some good search queues. And I don't know, you know, once the bar's up and running, I mean, I, I we're going to have two pool tables. And they will be decent. There won't be none of these Mickey Mouse things. Um, they're going to be decent pool tables. And I want to hold, like, regular pool uh, competitions each week. Just fun. You know, fun stuff. Um, like, you know, mixed doubles. Grab yourself a girl from from, uh, from around. And it doesn't matter. It'll be a bit of fun. It's not serious. Just a bit of a crack. Um, I will hold some serious competitions where it'll be for, like, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So we will do that. Um, and I will look to enter the pool league so that when you guys come over, uh, we'll go off and, and we'll play other bars and we'll have a crack. You know, my days of playing the competitive level that I played at and, and you know, the, the ambition was to win, 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 win. They're done now. So even if we enter the pool league, as much as I'd like to, I'd like to win because it's in my heart. I wouldn't pick a queue up if I'd never, if I played to lose. But the point being is I want it to be more of a community for us. So like, you know, you guys come over, you know, We'll, we'll play pool. Patty or Jimmy can run backwards and forwards getting the drinks for us. And, you know, we'll just, we'll have a crack. Like, do you know what I mean? It'll be good fun. <laughs> Here he comes. He's going to come. Uh, where are we? Come on, where are you? <laughs> uh, same, same, but different. Trev, what's your thinking uh, on opening the bar when nobody has a clue when you'll all be allowed to fully open? If the Phuket sandbox fails, it'll be a long time before Patea gets its chance. Yeah, it's a good point, mate. So the question is, that, well, the answer to your question, my friend, is very simple. It's now is a good time to get yourself on the map, if that's your bean. If you can afford to sustain the rents and the outgoings until such times as things do come back to whatever the new normal will be, you know, think about it this way. So right now, we don't have a lot of activity here, and there are a lot of businesses, sadly, that have gone to the wayside and have closed. These landlords, some of them have mortgages on the building, so they still need to pay their mortgage. So they're still looking for a, for a tenant. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of the landlords have built bought these these prices, uh, bought these places for like peanuts years and years ago. So it's just money in the bank. But nevertheless, they still probably have their own outgoings of some description. Right? I don't know what's none of my business. But my point being is, they've got a building that's empty. So. If I was to go in now and we could negotiate the right package where it's win for them and it's a win for us, and we can sit it out for, say, a year, let's just say a year, and during that period we can slowly just gently tick over and eventually kind of like get, get something through the door rather, rather than nothing, in a year's time when all of you guys are flooding in like we used to and, and things have returned back to normal, 
Well, if I went to that landlord back then, there'd be a queue of 20 people wanting the same building. So it would be awful because we're just not going to get anywhere. So I think in answer to your question, yeah, it is a bit of a, of a risk, of course. But at the end of the day, it could potentially be the best gamble that we've made. And I believe once it's once I've told you everything about it, I believe that it will be a good decision. Uh, you know, it's going to be a place where people can come and enjoy and, and crack on. I've got to love it up. I've got to love it up. My little... Now he's deliberately sulking in the corner. He's not going to play. Come on. <laughs> he's brilliant. I love him to bits. He's brilliant. Uh, Martin, thank you very much indeed, my friend. Uh, for the kids, Trev, 10 days closer uh, for your skydive. Am I, am I ready? Don't forget to land on your house. Don't use your hands to provide a buffer when you land. Broke my wrist doing it. Oh, well, thanks for that. You, you didn't need to put the last bit in, did you? You didn't have to put that in. Um, yeah, I've got to, I'm going to contact them today, actually, because uh, part of Mo's birthday present was I'd paid for her to come with me out of my own pocket. And obviously now she can't do it. So I've got to contact them, which is a real shame. But, um, but yeah, am I looking forward to it? Um, I am looking forward to it because it'd be nice to do it, as in, like, accomplish it and say, right, tick, that's job done. Um I'm, I'm, I'm gutted that Mo won't be with me because I really, really wanted to do that because it's something that neither of us have done before. And, uh, yeah, I think once it's done and dusted, it'll be cool. I I'm all right. I'm good. I'm a good. Uh, and, of course, my friend, without a shadow of a doubt, BOSH, that one is for you. Thank you so much, my friend. All right, so where are we? He's deliberately, he's deliberately, I love it. He, I'll, me I'll message you on Discord. Come on, get yourself back out. Where's... Where's, where's our little Patty of Jimmy? You can go to the bar and get the <laughs> Oh, man, I can't wait to play him. If he beats me, I'll be gutted. I'll be absolutely... But do you know what? It's funny, right, with with, with uh, Jimmy. Jimmy's Jimmy's quite switched on. So he's already digging away at the bar, and he thinks he's got, he's got it nailed. And I'll give him his due. He's had a good go. He's had a good go. But he also lets a couple of slips go now and then. So... We were talking about Paul on our uh, Discord chat group, and he said something which gave the game away. He said something which gave the game away because a few guys were talking about, yeah, you know, I'll just I'll bang the ball in, I'll get the ball in, blah, 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 blah. And Jimmy said, a good player isn't about the potting, it's about where you leave the ball for your next shot. And I thought, ooh, yeah, because it is, it's true. You can pot all day long. Anyone can pot a ball, but you've got to put the white where you need it ready for your next pot. And he, and he picks up on it. So I was like, ah, okay. Jimmy's on the old wavelength there. I like that. So, yeah. So uh, if he beats me, man, oh, man, that'd be, I'll be gutted. But but he won't play me for more than one game. What a fanny. Uh, oh. Uh, Steve Diggins says, looking forward to the Sunday. Uh, looking at, where are you going to watch the final? Well, that'll be late, won't it? So I'll be asleep, mate. Uh Sorry, I'll be asleep. I'm not being a bar humbug, but I do go to sleep normally around about 8.30. Eight, between 8 and 9, I'm normally asleep. And then I'm like, this morning, I was up this morning about 2.30. Just caught the football, watched, put the football on. Um, and I'll be awake now until the end of the evening. It's just the way I am, my friend. It's just just my... my. I've got like... What, what do they call it? Um, insomnia, isn't it? Insomnia. Is it insomnia, lack of sleep? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, anyway, I've got one of them things where I don't sleep a lot. Uh, Michael, thank you very much indeed, my friend. That's very, very kind of you. What are some signs to tell you life is back to normal in Patea? Well, 
I mean, obviously, the first sign will become obvious that the the people are coming in through the airport. Um, that'll be good. It's going to be an interesting way forward because don't forget, you know, we always talk about the bars and the girls, etc. But don't forget the hotels. So many of these hotels. And let me just do this quickly. One second, my friend. Bosh, that one is for you. Thank you. Um, very, very kind. Thank you, my friend. Um, but no, going back to, to uh, going back to your question there. Bloody hell! Let me get rid of that. Bosh, bish, bash, bam. Have some of that. Wash. There you go. Right. Yeah. Um, another thing that we need to take into consideration is the hotels, because a lot of these places have remained empty for now for over a year. So I would imagine that there's possibly maybe some uh, issues with perhaps rats. You know, maybe I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying these places are dirty. I'm just thinking out loud will the mattresses and all the bedding that you know and the curtains will they need to be uh demothed will they have moths i i don't know again but it's an issue will there be the uh the, the pungent smell where they just you know they've been dormant for so long they need to be fumigated or whatever again i don't know so there are a lot of unknowns there as to like the hotel so again another sign will be seen the hotels you know come to life the signs will be seeing you guys coming through the door. The signs will be seeing what are closed at the moment, bars opening back up again. Um, so I think, you know, it will be a gradual telltale. And, of course, obviously, we've got the media. The media is a bit of a tough one because the media tends to tell you what we are supposed to believe, not really what's happening. It's, 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 it's difficult. It's difficult. Uh, Steve says, don't worry. If you beat Jimmy, he will delete it. <laughs> He's got a great hammer, and he, I'll tell you what, if he could play golf, the way he swings that hammer, he'd be awesome. He'd whoosh, have that. <laughs> he, he is a bit of whoosh. Uh, where are we? Is the Miami Hotel still in Bangkok? I stayed there in 1971 while on R&R &R from Karat. R&R, &R, what, what were you in, my man? What regiment, what force were you in, my friend, R&R? &R? For those of you who don't know what R&R &R is, it's rest and recuperation, which is a military term for when you've been on exercise and then you get X amount of days R&R, &R, you know, to go off and do your thing. Uh, Al says, live stream Trev screaming like a little girl as he plummets to... <laughs> I, well, I would love to live stream it, but I, I believe I'm not allowed to uh, hold anything like, ca uh, like a camera in my hand. So... Uh, delay the jump so Mo can have a go. Do you know what? I'd love to. If, if everyone was supporting me and said, mate, just hold on and rearrange it, I would love to. I would absolutely love to because I really wanted to do it with me. Just, you know, it was something that we'd planned to do once Once I knew I was doing this. And then it was her 40th birthday, a special birthday. I mean, if it was 38, I couldn't give a damn. I'm like, listen, sweetheart, it is what it is. We just got to get on. But it was her 40th. And, you know, there are some things that we look on in life that are like, um, what do you call it? Um, oh, what's that? When significant time? Or what's the word? I'm land, not landmark. What's the word I'm looking for when it's something in your life? Oh God, what's the word? Um, oh man. Um, oh, not a pivotal moment. It's what's it? What do you call that? Comp? What do you call that word when uh, it's? Um, oh, come on, guys, help me. A milestone. There you go. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. LK Bart, it's a mark. Yeah, it's a significant milestone in your life, you know, being 40. They say life begins at 40. So if I had uh, the support of all the people that have raised the money to put this off and allow Mo to do it with me, I'd love to. I would love to. But 
I also respect the group that raised all the money. And, you know, if the group say, well, you know, to be fair, we'd rather see you do it now, well, then I'll go do it. It's not a problem. I'll do it. It's just uh, I would love it to be something that me and Mo could share together as well as doing it for a great cause and to thank you guys for all the money that you've raised. Andrew Mack, what are you up to? Parachuting is easy, except the last six foot or five foot eight. You're okay. Mate, I'll be about two foot six. I'll be huddled in the ball game. Bloody hell, get me down. <laughs> That's what I'll be thinking. Uh, Mr. Mario, go away. That is not happening. Not a chance. Uh -uh. I will do it once. I will grow a pair and I will go and do it. But that's it. Once it's done, that's it. It's done. There is no going back a second time. Uh, Michael, thank you very much, my friend. That's very, very kind of you. Michael says, law firm, lawyer, you recommended for business deals and setting up in time that you trust. Okay, so law firm. Now, ironically, this guy's name is Jimmy. And uh, he's on Soy Cow Noise. So let me get his details. Um, he's been been here a long, long time. Uh, very, very good reputation. He has the, there's his legal services, and he also has a Thai uh, business partner, not a relationship as in relationship, as in a business partner. And she deals with all the legal stuff in the courts. Very, very sharp from what I'm told. And I know that he has helped a lot of people out in the past. Um, so listen, my friend, uh, number one, let me do this for you, please. One second. Uh, where are we? Oh, shall I have one of them, my friend. And also, please, at the same time, can you please ping me an email, my man? Please send me the email uh, and uh, say to me about the, uh, the lawyer, and I will get you their details. And what I will try and do is actually, do you know what? So that's a good shout, my friend. That's a good shout because what I can do is go and speak to him. See, you watch, you watch other people watch it. Oh, yeah, we'll do this. Um, but what I can do is go and speak to him about the legal side of things and uh, particularly like matrimonial. Let me let me sort that one out. I will go and deal with that. But, yeah, no drama. Please, my friend, send me an email and uh, let's let's do this. Uh, right, where are we? Uh, let's take that off. Okay, so, uh, so where are we? Steve, I saw Steve. Yes, yeah, Steve Harwood. Uh, Steve Harwood. Now, Steve, where are one second, my friend? Uh, talking to Stevie boy. Talking to Stevie. Trevor, it was I was due out in September. That now looks unlikely. But I'm also booked for three weeks. December. Uh, how common are you? The resort will be open, and you beat me at pool. Uh, the resort being open by December, I think, has to. It just has to, my friend. You know, we've got to have something in place. There's no ifs or buts about it. We have to have something in place because we cannot just keep plodding. Don't forget, and we covered this in the previous stuff, you know, if you got, if what do they call it, fur, furloughed, furloughed? I keep wanting to say furlong, but that's horse racing. Uh, furloughed. You know, this furlough payment, you were getting money back in England to help you through these times. <laughs> Not here. Diddly squat, mate. Oh, no, that's unfair. They got a couple of handouts. I mean, they weren't worth it. You know, they just weren't worth it, in fairness. But it has to, mate. We've got to have something happening here. It just has to happen. Now, one second. There is something I want to do here. Now, where are we? Uh, I want to find me. Uh, no, no, I'll come back to that one. But, yeah, uh, and will I beat you at pool? Oh, all I will say regarding Paul is I don't know, my friend. You know your game. I know my game. I know I can run a table out. 
Um, you've only got to ask Andy. I went to Andy's place the other day and uh, I think I said and bought him twice, I think. Something like that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Uh, but the point being is I know my game and I'm confident. Uh, so just let's do it, my friend. But can we play more than just one frame? One frame is not a pull match. It's a hit and hope. Uh, I, I like to roll, you know, racks of nine, racks of 11. That, that gives you a, a time to settle into your game and play, play your game. Absolutely not a chance in hell. Two reasons. One, because I ain't doing it. And two, because the guy that's got the jump, jump here, I'd rather knock him out than jump out. So he'll cut the rope. <laughs> uh, right. Where are we? Uh, Jimmy, now that's a good question, my friend. How much is COVID insurance as it's uh, and as it's mandatory for travel? I did do a video. Uh, just bear me with one second. I'll tell you why. Because there's a company that we did a video with, and uh, Nana, she was brilliant. Let me just find it for you. One second. One second. Just two secs. Let me get the link for you, and speak to these people please, because these people are the ones that will be able to answer that question in more depth for you. Uh, have a look there. That's the, uh, that's the video. That's the video that I put out. And basically that video is with Nana. She does the uh, COVID insurance and she can help you with all the legalities because, you know, the, I don't know. I know these people know, but I personally don't know. Uh, same, same difference says nothing will be open until you're all vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, they, are, they have got the vaccination program here. And they are rolling it out, albeit as slow as you could possibly imagine. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, uh, what, what do you do? You know, we can't control this stuff. You know, it's not something we can do. Right. Now, what I do want to do is I want to have a go at you. I'm going to have a go at you. Come on, guys. Get your pictures over to me. This week's been a bit weak. It's been a bit weak. But I do have some pictures I want to share you. Now, in case you're not sure what I'm waffling on about, what I ask people to do is to email me over what is the view from where you are, because I've got a beautiful view, which I've shown you many, many times. I can see for a long, long way. And recently, lots of people have been sending their pictures, which have been fantastic. We've got some fantastic pictures. I'm going to share these ones with you now. I normally try to get 10 pictures per live stream. Unfortunately, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six. We've got seven this week, only seven. Um, so, guys, please, you know, if you've got a picture outside your head, just take a quick picture, ping it in an email, and I will whack it out on the channel. <laughs> whack it out. I shouldn't say that. Should I? No, no. When you do the actions. Sorry, my mum's here. <laughs> right. So, Cole in the Philippines. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I'm just going to drink a water. One second. So, this is Carl's place. He built this little place in the Philippines. Love it. I love the fact he's got his little plant pots on the front there. And uh, obviously, up a mountain. So, I'm guessing you don't go out drinking a lot because I'm sure it must be easier coming down than it is going up but love i love little things like that that's that's fantastic uh len kits beach now look at that that is absolutely stunning my friend fair play to you in vancouver what a beautiful sunset that is uh, and the beach there look at that I, I you know we're very blessed in this world we've got some incredibly incredibly beautiful places all around the world and in some obscure places as well but that is stunning uh, Aris, what a view. Imagine just standing there looking at that. That is brilliant. Uh, over there in Sydney in Australia. And uh, there's the Opera House in the far distance. Look at that. I'd love to go to the Opera House. I went, I applied for a visa. They bin me off. They said, uh-uh. Our survey says, nope, you ain't going there. I was like, come on. 
Uh, Terence there in Lawrence, uh, Indiana. Indiana. Uh, look at that. That's beautiful. And I'm wondering, is that the drive or the pathway leading out of your house, my friend? Or is, are you, uh, is that a, a golf, golf course? I'm not quite sure where you are there, but whatever it is, my man. Beautiful. Now, back over to England, to good old Dorset. Look at Studland. Andy opened his door and found that staring at him. How cool is that? And uh, I love the nature, you know, the animals. They're, they're, they're lovely, especially around in England. You've got some of these, these uh, parks, these national parks. Really, really nice. And Rich sent this picture in. He was, uh, I guess he's out there on, on a contract of some description, but uh, this was in the Isle of Masira. Masira. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Uh, but the island of Masira, and he said he just popped out and they were stood right in front of him. Have some of that. And uh, lastly, Bo in Roskilde Bay. Uh, look at that for a view over there in Denmark. Absolutely beautiful. I mean, and again, you know, I mean, I could see myself sat there with a little table, a couple of beers, a chair, and just sitting in the sun there looking across that. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So, uh, you know, thank you very much. So thank you very much, guys, for sending in your, in your photos. Guys, come on, let's keep it running. It's a bit of fun. I think it's interesting. Where is your view? Please drop me an email. Let me whap it up. There we go. Bish, bash, bosh, bang. There you go. Have that one. Um, drop me an email, guys, please. 247patea at gmail.com. A picture of what you look at. And it could be obscure. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be a breathtaking scenery. It could be just what you look at. It's just nice to share. <clears throat> now, uh, one thing I do want to do, talking about sharing, uh, Steve Hammond. Steve, my man. Now, Steve's uh, on our Discord group. Lovely guy. He's going to get eaten alive when he gets out here. So I've done this for a reason. The other day, it was his mum's birthday. It was his mother's birthday. And uh, we did wish her a happy birthday. But also, there you go, Steve. There's your mum. Happy birthday to Steve's mum. Wish you a fantastic time. And uh, say goodbye to your son, because when he gets over here, he's going to get eaten alive. <laughs> he will be no more. <laughs> Oh dear. So, yeah, so there you go. So, thank you very much, guys, for sending your pictures. And uh, please drop some more in 247patea at gmail.com. Let's keep it going. All right. Uh, Frank L says, the Patea News. Patea Mayor says, City still plans to open to foreign vaccinated stories by. Yeah, this was his 120 day thing, wasn't it, that he was speaking about? But let's not throw a spanner in the works, but let's throw the spanner in the works. But look at the uh, catastrophe with the sandbox. You know, that was meant to be done, dusted, sealed, job done. You're going to go there. You're going to lead the way. You're going to show us how to do it. Then we're going to move on from that. And it's already failed in the first week. Is it a week? Well, we're now eighth. Yeah, first week. We've already had catastrophe. So confidence levels right now, I've got to say, are minus. <laughs> Being honest, I just can't see it. Uh GHB, Andrew Mac, GHB, wise to learn to ride in your own country where you know the rules of the road. Mate, we don't have any rules out here. We do, but they just ignore them. I mean, honestly, and I don't want to get into this one about the, the uh, ratio of deaths in COVID compared to on the road here, but trust me, the road is, is leading by a mile, in and by a mile, like so far ahead. It's incredible. And unfortunately, it's because, they just, they, they just have no appreciation for anybody else on the road other than themselves. And you've got to have eyes in every single direction you can imagine. I mean, it really is, really. Um, 
Chris Dodge, I should send you a winter view after a fresh snowstorm. Yeah, do it, mate. Do it. Please, you know, guys, just send me your emails in with your pictures. I love seeing it. I think it's fantastic. I really, really do. Uh, Paddy, Jimmy, how you doing, mate? Was you out? You were a bit distant there, mate. Was you out chalking the old cue? Ready to give it? Whoop, whoop. I think, I'll tell you what, how about, Jimmy? I'm, I'm a fair person. I'm a fair person. So let's put it out to the to the masses, shall we? Let's put it out to all you guys. There's 182 of you watching right now, which I think is incredible, considering probably most of you have been watching the football and probably thinking, why am I listening to this idiot? <laughs> Either that or you're listening to me because I'm trying to help you cure your hangover. So I think we should put it out there, Jimmy. Let's do this. Guys, question. Is it fair that Jimmy challenges him into one game or should we play the best of five or the best of seven? So please comment one, five or seven. Jimmy, man up, my friend. Let's just see what the what the public decide. You know, let's go with the flow. What do you think, Jimmy? I think that's fair. I think we shouldn't decide between us. I'm open to whatever they say. If they decide one game, it's one game. If they decide five games, I think we should play five. What do you think, Jimmy? What's your, what's your shout on that one, mate? See, that's typical of Jimmy, isn't it? I mean, I'm trying to sort out the blimming games, and the first thing you do is take the piss out of my lug holes. I mean, honestly, mate. <laughs> well, my head's got smaller. <laughs> yeah, see, look, Jimmy. You're in trouble now, my friend. Look, Mark says seven. John, seven. Walkabout, walkie, five. JB says the best of five. Trev, Trevin, absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. One game is just a warm-up. You're absolutely right. Uh, Zekon says five. Kevin says five. Antoine says 13. Yeah, I'm happy with 13. Uh, Brad Turner says best of seven. JB, best of five. If tight, then move to best of seven. <laughs> no, no. Um, Jimmy would do well at the pool if it was against Lita. <laughs> uh, yeah, Thomas says five. And he's, yeah, Jimmy, you see, you see, look at him. Look at him. One game, in takes all. Come on, man up. Come on. Have it. Come on. Come on. Well, the thing is, Chris, right, I'll be honest with you. You are right. So all I'll do is I'll spend a couple of hours on the pool table before he gets here, and then I'm going to nail him. But the point being is one game. Come on, Jimmy. Look at everyone. Everybody is taking the time here to reply to us. They've, they've put the challenge out there. You challenged me to the to the old flipping jumping out the airplane jobby. So come on. Man up. Let's have it. Let's have it. See? Poker Loco says at least five. Uh, Mexican bro says, is there a wager on the game for you and Jimmy? No. I wish there was. Not financial, but a forfeit. But I ain't going to do a forfeit on one game because it's a luck of the draw. One game is that I can, I, I've had games in the past where I've run the table out. I'm about seven balls somewhere. I pop the black and I get an unlucky kiss and the white goes in. Or I've misjudged the angle. The white's gone and I've lost the game. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But I will I will take a challenge on I will take it. See, look, he's back again. Look, here he goes. Oh, sorry. Where are we? Jimmy there. Look, one. I mean, honestly, honestly, one. Come on. Up your game, son. Look, everybody. Everyone else is. You see, everyone else here is saying. Exactly. Thank you very much. Unless you're playing Jimmy White, nobody gives up after one. One game is just a, it's not even, it doesn't even register. Doesn't even register. Come on. <laughs> Oh, dear. <clears throat> oh, there you go, Andy. He must have seen how much I won the first game. However, not many more after that. Blame on that. 
mate, your trebles. Honestly, right? So I'm playing, Andy. In fact, yeah, did you win the first game? I thought oh, I won the second or third game. Or I, anyway, I don't know. We were having a good life. It was brilliant, great fun. But the, the, these shots, right? He's got he's got pockets like buckets, and there's a double. So he's hit it, missed it, and it's gone in the other pocket. And he claimed it, and never even said sorry. Not once, didn't he? Wait, oh, sorry, mate. He went, oh, that's Andy. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Stick that one. And I'm like, bloody hell. And the, the cushion, ding, 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 ding. Oh, it was great laugh. I had such a laugh. It was so funny. It really, really was so funny. Now, that, my friend, is definitely something we should happen. Definitely. We should live stream it. Absolutely. Jimmy, come on. Man up, son. Come on. Yes, there's more than anyone knows on this on this one game. No, we can't do one game. Come on, Jimmy. Step up to the table. Come on. Call your shots. Yeah, now that, I like that game. I like that. I've played that a lot. I've played that a lot. Absolutely. Uh, Andy would struggle on that because <laughs> some of his... When he had a few beers. In. Yeah, that's good. I'm thinking, have a word. You didn't even look for that. <laughs> yeah, see, he knows. He's well, He's going to have to work soon. Uh, incidentally, Andy, I'm, I'm going to probably go over today to the uh, Bankrew Jar, see how they're getting on, mate. Um, pop me a message, would you please, dude, in the uh, Discord. Is it worth me going over yet, or do I leave it to tomorrow? Ideally, either or, doesn't matter, but I'd like to go over in the morning. Ooh, who are you referring to? Ooh, I'll play it, but I just don't like it. That's it, I'll play it, but I just don't like it. Now, listen, dude, you need to wind up and stop being silly. Whoever loses has to walk down the beach in a mankini. Can you imagine Jimmy in a mankini? He'll get deported. We can't do that to him. We can't do that to him. Uh, I've just sent my view now on email. Okay, mate, brilliant. Thank you very much. That's what I want. Guys, send your pictures over. Come on. Come on. Let's get some pictures going. Right, where are we? One hour and 22 minutes. Uh, do you know what? I'm amazed. If some of you guys have been watching the football and been on the sherbets and you're still here with me, I'm amazed. Uh, to be honest with you, I actually thought about postponing this one because I thought they're going to be smashed, bless them. They'll all be there watching the game, enjoying themselves. The last thing you want to do is uh, watch and tune into this. But thank you very much for your support. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Jimmy says, Trevor can't afford to lose this game. Of course he can. I've lost loads of games, mate. I've won a lot, but I've lost a lot. I'll take it on the jaw, mate. I'll take it on the jaw. If that one game, because you won't play me for any more than one, if that if that is it, then, you know, crack on, my friend. Uh, JB says, England, so proud. Yeah, fair play. I mean, yeah. Now it's uh, now they've got to do the do the end, end result. No, there's no point getting all the way there and then falling at the last hurdle. So fingers crossed, you know, they. I didn't really watch all the game. From what I gather, they, they looked fairly comfortable at most of the, the lion's share of possession, etc. Um, so I'm guessing that they perform well. I don't know. I didn't watch it all because I was busy doing my stuff. Uh, Patrick Honia says, hello from Fairbanks in Alaska. Wow. Hi, Patrick. Mate, take me a picture of what you can see out in Alaska and uh, ping that through. That would be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? It's not your jaw I'm worried about. I'm lost on that one. <laughs> if, I, I suppose if he beats me, he's going to chin me. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. 
Thailand Geordie says, I've had my first drink at 11 a.m. baking English muffins, bagels, banana and chocolate cake and cookies to kill time. Now I'm 18, 18 cans. Are you having a giraffe with me, son? Uh, 18 cans down, six Jagons, another stab. Oh, my good Lord. You, sir, are not coming on any bar rules. 18 cans. You know what, right? I, I, this is God's honest truth. God's honest truth. My mate PJ, a guy called Dave Snedden, lives, in England, lives back in England over in Andover in Hampshire. He is a monster, monster drinker. Unbelievable, like crazy. And uh, anyway, he was getting married. It was his stag weekend. So he went to the Isle of Sheppey. I know. Don't ask. Don't ask. It wasn't my decision. It was another friend of mine called Gary Jones, Jacko. And he said, let's go to the Isle of Sheppey. And we, we nicknamed it something else after. But anyway. So we went there, right? There was about, I think it was about 12 or something like that. And I and I promise you this, and if I could get Dave to come on this channel, it would be amazing because he'd, he'd tell you this. He drank pint after pint after pint after pint all day. We started at like 11. By about 8 o'clock at night, he was stone cold sober. We'd done about 24 pints of beer. It was just, I mean, he was a big old boy. But it was just mental. And we we're all just like blithering wrecks. And he's like, so where are we going now, boys? And we're like, oh, up to you, really. Don't care. He went, what a... Yeah. I'll tell you what, Geordie, you and him need to go on a session. My Lord. Man, that would be some session. Uh, hey, Atoll. Good morning. Good morning to you. How you doing, my friend? Um, uh, Zachary says, Trev, you look like you've lost weight. How many pounds so far? Um, I was 104 kilos. I think I'm 91 now, something like that. Um, but I'm, I've, I've been, I'll be honest with you, I've been slack this week. I've only done a couple of rides, been busy. Been, like with Bo starting, I've been trying to spend a lot more time with her and, and getting her through the stuff we need to do, etc. And she's been doing brilliant. Um, but I am out tomorrow, and then I'm going to be back to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, um, possibly Saturday. But uh, yeah. Stephen says, is there anywhere to buy big and tall clothes in Patea? Big clothes, yes, mate. That's not a problem. Um, they go like 2XL, 3, 4. I think they go 5 and 6XL, I think. Um, I think tall. You see, Thai people aren't predominantly very tall, says me, all 5 for 8 of me. Um I don't know, truthfully. I'm not sure about the tall aspect. Definitely the, the, the size aspect, because a lot of us over here are fat. So so the XL's coming quite handy. Um, but I think in terms of height, I'm not 100% sure on that, my friend. So a swig of me vodka. <laughs> uh, simple things, simple minds. You know what I'm saying. One second. Um Zachary says, nice work. I have to lose a lot myself. Yeah, good on you, my friend. Good on you. I'll be honest with you. The reason why I did this was because, basically, I was lazy. And I just got into – do you remember I say about, about when people say they come in, oh, you're living the dream? Well, okay, maybe we're perceived to be living the dream, but we're also living a nightmare because every day is a Saturday here. Every day I can go out and drink with my mates. I can go out and party. I can go down wherever. The, you know, I'm talking about normal times. But every day is a normal day, and it is very, very hard to discipline yourself. And I didn't. I was drinking three to five large bottles of Leo every day, eating crap food, no exercise. I mean, I, I shared on um, I shared on Discord 
the picture of me when I first came here. And, uh, you know, I'm not being a, a gay lord, but I was in good shape. I, you know, I was, I was in good, good shape. So now I'm in really bad shape. <laughs> like, really, really bad shape. But that was because it, I was just lazy. And it's so easy. You know, people forget. Yeah, you're living the dream, but you're living a nightmare as well because every single day, you know, people are out drinking and doing their thing, socialising. And even more so, I mean, when you guys come over here, we look at the buzzing bar, I have to really be careful because I want to meet everybody. I want to meet all of you guys. You know, you've been amazing, incredible, and I've been so, so grateful for the support you've shown and the way the channel's growing. I mean, we're at 26,200 and something subscribers now. Mental! Mental. A fat, bald old man like me, and I've got 26,200 and something subscribers. And it's growing every day, which is fantastic. And thank you very much to everybody. But I do want to meet you all. I do want to I do want to build a community. I don't want you just to come in the bar, hello, Trev, have a beer, and walk out. I don't want that. I want you to come in the bar, hello, Trev, Adrian. Oh, this is Patty and Jimmy. Oh, this is such a subtle. He's off the channel. And, and I want us all to come in and, and make friends. And then you guys go off. You know, then you guys, okay, lads, we're going to head off. Okay, guys, thanks for coming in. Have a great night. I'll see you in, in, in a couple of days or whenever you're back. That, to me, is great. The, the bar will be a, a wealth of information as well. Can't say too much about it, but it's going to be a wealth of information. So, yeah. Uh, Andy, Trev, I'll play you race to 10,000 mark rack for the kids. Yeah, we'll do it, mate. Uh, no, not 10. Let's do 11. Then there's a winner. Let's do 11. Yeah, I'll do that, mate. I'll, I'll happily do that. I know you're a good player, so uh, I'm, I'm happy to take that on. And, uh, yeah, let's do it. Maybe, maybe, I'll tell you what, why don't we, um, I'll tell you what we could do. I'll, I'll happily play you, my friend. No no drums. I know you're a good player, so I'm happy to do it. I like playing good players. Um, you know, it's when you've got to play people like Jimmy, it gets a bit boring. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jimmy. I can't help it, mate. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> I love him. He's brilliant. Do you know what, right? I'll quickly diversify. Very, very. He gets bad on our on our Discord group. He's a moderator on there. He helps me on here. He's a moderator here, and uh, as is Andy. That, but yeah, brilliant guys. Brilliant, brilliant guys. Love you all to bits. Fantastic. So, Andy, go back to your question. I'll tell you what we can do. I will definitely play you. I'm happy to do that. And let's sit down and organise a pool competition for the kids. That I would like to do, where we put in some money. Maybe it's a thousand part entrance fee, and we play it over a set amount of days and try and raise some money that way. That would be great. Let's do that. But yes, my friend, absolutely, we'll play you. Uh, lost in Australia. Couldn't agree more, my friend. Could not agree more. It's too easy to let things run away with food and especially drinking. Perhaps seen a few guys get rid of it. Yeah, it's so easy, you know, because at the end of the day, every day here is a Saturday. There is no weekday. Doesn't exist. It does for, you know, if you're in a, like, you know, like people like Andy, for instance, that works over in, uh, in Rayong, you know, he's got, a no, no, he's got a normal lifestyle because he works and fair play to him. But for someone like me, the, okay, I mean, I do the YouTube and stuff like that, but it's very easy to say, oh, I'll do that later. Yeah, of course, I'll meet you, mate. Let's have a few beers. And all of a sudden, I've got mates of mine here that drink every day, and it's sad to watch. It's sad to watch. Because I watch him and I think, dude, you are just drinking yourself down the toilet and you don't even see it. You just don't even see it. Uh, Paddy says, is Basher from Discord wants to take me on a romantic weekend in Bangkok. <laughs> Honestly, guys, if you haven't joined our Discord group, let me let me put a link up. Have a jump over, right? Listen, it's not for everyone. And we do we do lose a few, but it really is gonna be a go-to place. Well, it already is. We've got two thousand odd people on there already. And 
It really is. There's the link there, guys. Join on it. Uh, if you're using Apple and stuff like that, try and use a Chrome browser to download it and uh, get yourself logged in. But it's brilliant. You know, we, we've got all these different rooms. We've got like banter rooms. We've got specific rooms. It really is great fun. So if you haven't, um, if you haven't joined, please join because it really is great, great fun. Uh, Mercedes says, Buddy Trev, you better work out now because when things come back, we're all going to have fun with you. And you imagine. Well, yeah, I do. I, I do expect it to be a bit of carnage. Let me move that down. Let's move that. That's better. Yeah, I do expect it to be a bit of carnage coming up, but it'll be fine. It'll be good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to do it. I need to try and discipline myself and obviously not get carried away drinking too much. But, you know, we are we are going to get there. Uh, David from Wales, how do we get hold of the buzzing T-shirts? Uh, good question, my friend. We do have buzzing T-shirts, and if to get hold of them, uh, email Terry. Pop uh, Terry an email, buzzingshirts at gmail.com. <clears throat> he can show you what uh, designs we've got, some funny designs. Um, he can show you the designs that we've got, and he can also explain to you about delivery wherever you are in the world, etc., etc., etc. But, yeah, get hold of him, buzzingshirts at gmail.com. And moving forward, we will have a selection of shirts available in, in, the, in the buzzing bar. And when I do the buzzing bar crawls, um, that the, 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 uh, the ticket price will include a shirt as well. So you get a shirt plus transport plus a free shot, and uh, you'll have a great day. It'll be a great crack. So, yeah, so that's, that's what we're going to do there. Um, the Baldy Vlog says, just joined Discord today. Did you? Posted a picture of watching you still checking out all the groups on it. Right, hang on. I need to check this picture. Uh, oh, Baldy. Now, I've got to be careful now. All right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> he did indeed. Uh, hang on, let me show. I don't want to show. Can you see that there? There you go. Oh, there you go. He did. Look, there, there's their picture. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thank you. I was having my dinner and this face popped up and now I'm feeling sick. That's not very nice, is it? He didn't say I'm only joking. Brilliant. Uh, love the France T-shirt. Yeah, that was good. Um, do you want me to get the – should I get the France T-shirt, show you guys what the France T-shirt was? If you want me to go and get it, let me know, and I'll nip over and go and get it. Um, I've lost that. But, uh, where did that go? Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah, the France T-shirt. Yeah, that, that was good. Discord is hilarious. It is. <clears throat> it is. Oh, hello, sweet cheeks. He's only gone and done it. Paddy and Jimmy says, I'll play Trevor at Paul up to three if the loser goes to the dentist. What's up with your teeth then? Do you need them sorting out? Because I ain't going to lose. I won't lose. At least he's gone up to three now. <laughs> They're thinking, bloody hell, the neighbours bought some chickens. <laughs> oh, dear. Fantastic. Uh, right, let me get this. T I'll get a T-shirt. One second. Damn, where's the French T-shirt? It's funny. Uh, where do I go? I don't actually know where it is. One second. And and. All right, here you go. Right, is is the French T-shirt? Buzzing Patea. The wife thinks I'm in France. <laughs> oh, dear. There you go. That, so that's one of the T-shirts that we've got. And uh, on the back. And what we can do is we can personalize them as well now. So if you want your name on here, we can put your name on here. So uh, all good. All good. Right, let me toss that in there. 
Okay, so I'm going to put that out of the way. Okay, so where are we are. Um, Lost in Australia says, Discord is brilliant. A lot of good guys are there. And if a knob does crop up, Jimmy sorts out it immediately. We, we, we call him Jimmy the Hammer because he's brutal, but he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant, as are all the guys that help me out. You know, I've got a fantastic group of guys that just uh, do the moderating for me, both on Discord and on air, and it's worth its weight in gold. They're fantastic. And I'll tell you now, all of the guys in the team, get yourself when it's open to the buzzing bar. Trust me, it will not be forgotten. And I will still whoop your ass, Jimmy, at Paul. Three, Fanny. Man up. Come on. Um, Trevor's like the Mr. Rogers. of the, Who's Mr. Rogers? Is that you on about Ted Rogers? Like three, two, one. That kind of guy. Is that Dusty Bin? Is that who you're on about? I reckon I reckon Jimmy would be a good Dusty Bin. <laughs> I nail him. I, I, honestly, he's, I, I've never met this guy. Never even spoke to him. Uh, he's never called me. Miserable sod. But, you know... I've never met him, and he is. He's, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. But, yeah, are you on about Mr. Rogers as in Ted Rogers, 321? Who was that one? Who was that? Oh, what was that one? Oh, no, that was Love Island, wasn't it? Was that Love Island with the little midget? Was it? I don't know. Holiday Island or Love It was Love Island, wasn't it? Years ago. Man, I can't remember. don't know. Help me out. What was that one? What was that? Oh, come on. Come on. Tell me. I can't remember. Damn. Uh, JB, the wife thinks I'm playing golf. <laughs> That'd be a long round, wouldn't it? Flipping hell. You've been 14 days. Of, oh, you should have seen the bushes I was in. <laughs> oh, man. I, do you know what? Honestly, I sit and look in there. I, I just could laugh at myself. Yeah, the bushes I'm in. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Buck Rogers Tweaky. Right, okay. Yeah, Buck Rogers. Oh, okay. See, I'm thinking Ted Rogers. <laughs> I'm thinking Ted Rogers on that show back in three, two, one with Dusty Bin, uh, Buck Rogers. Okay, right. Uh, Trevor, we've seen your fridge. You hiding in your bedroom? No one. My bedroom is completely empty, and it's made. I'm, I'm a. I spent years and years in the army. I'm a. I'm a clean freak. So my bed's made. My pillows are all puffed up. My, my bathroom's clean. My kitchen sink. I mean, look, this is how gay I am. Look, it's all clean. I don't mess about. I am I am Mr. The Army drilled it into me. I was awful when I was a kid. My bedroom was awful. My mum would tell you, oh, man. You know, it was it was great because when I was a kid, you, you I'm going to move that one second. When I was a kid, like, your bed had that little bit underneath, didn't it? And you just tuck everything under. Yeah, she won't know it's there. And then your mum say, I'm saying, going out now. I'm going to go, it's going to uh, knock for my mate Nick. Is your bedroom tidy? Yeah, next to the dum, 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 dum. she get up and say, oh, no. And the first thing she'd do is lift up that, sh that, that what do you call that, that uh, freely thing around the bottom of your bed. Anyway, she'd lift up, Trevor! Oh, man. Tidy your bloody room. Yes, mum. And then all I would do then is I would go back up, pull it all out there and tuck it under my duvet, and then she'd come back up. When are you going to, you're not going out to sort out. All right, okay, I'll do it properly. But when I was in the army, oh, man, do you know, I'll tell you a very quick story about this. God's honest truth, God's honest truth. Those of you that have been in the army may, may have experienced it. But anyway, I was in the Green Jackets based in Winchester. And we used to have metal lockers, you know, the old two-door metal locker and all the all the um, shelves. So we used to have all of our all of our shirts and everything all pressed and ironed properly and, and all with our with our sleeves all, all, all lined up. It had to be perfect. 
as did our bed block. A bed block is where you make all your uh, your bedding and you fold it into a. It has to be look like it's like showroom style and fold your bedding and everything into a block, and make it perfect. Anyway, but the way they broke you down mentally was they basically threw you down on the floor, not physically. Well, sometimes they did, but but they would basically mentally break you down and then they would rebuild you. And the way they used to do it, so you imagine, right, we used to dag the blocks. And when you say dagging the block, it means you're scrubbing the floors. There is no dust. They'd walk around with a white glove. Any dust, oh, man, you were going to get beasted. You were going to run around the playground. Anyway, but what they would do, so in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, you'd have you'd have your first parade, and you'd be stood by your beds. And basically, the NCO would stand by your beds. And, be like, and you'd be stood perfect. And your beds were perfect. You know, most of us used to sleep on the floor Make our beds in the nighttime, sleep on the floor. So in the morning, you didn't have to spend 20 minutes, half an hour getting your bed uh, perfect. And they used to walk in and, and they'd have a pace stick, the promo sergeant, whatever stays in, they'd poke your bed and they'd be like, Have you been sleeping all night? No, sir. Are you sure? Yes, sir. No, sir. I mean, no, sir. Yeah. And you, they'd mentally fire a question. Anyway, the end result would be they'd toss your bed over, he used to blow a whistle, two or three NCOs would come in. They'd open the window and toss your locker out the window. And I, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. They used to toss your locker out the window. And you'd be like, you've got to be joking. Like, you, you've just thrown my entire locker out the window. Oh, man, it was just incredible. But what it did do was it would teach you discipline mentally as well. And one of the other things they used to do is show parades. Now, there's a few of you guys I can see here that uh, you're saying about this. So a lot of you can relate to this, but show parades. Now, show parades were down at the guard room. So basically, remember, you've got your iron, your steel bed frame with your mattress and everything, and you've got your steel locker with all the stuff in. And basically, you would go, you'd have to get your mucker, your, your, your mates, that would carry your bed all the way down to the guard room. And it could be a, a fair old joint. It could be like three, four, five hundred meters. It could be even further. But you'd have to carry it all the way down there, make your bed up, make your locker up, stand outside, and you'd have to be at two attention. The duty officer would come along and he would stand there and he would rip you apart, tell you to get away and back in another hour. And you're like, really? Are you serious? I've got to come back again? And he'd have you back two or three times. So by about midnight, you'd been absolutely shattered. You'd be doing this all. And then, of course, in the morning, you've got to do it all again. Welcome to the British Army. But I'll tell you what, changed my life. Changed my life completely. Changed my life. Uh, flight of vehicles. We used to wax floors, wipe the mirror with newspaper. Yeah, gloss and tile with bed. Yeah, man. Oh, Mr. Sheen on your boots. And then it would rain and they'd turn blue. And you're like, no. And of course, you'd be on the parade ground and the rain would start coming and they'd start frothing. Your boots would start bubbling. And the and the uh, the platoon sergeant or the CSM or whoever would be walking past. And they'd look down and they'd be like, and that was it. You knew that the whistle would blow. The Provo staff would come. That would be, you'd be doubling around the program for the next hour. <laughs> oh, dear. Andy Smith, I've still got a photo of my locker from 1978. Do you know what? I've I've got pictures. Mum, what did you do with those pictures? My mum. Do you know what? I'll dig them out for you guys. I'll dig them out. I've got some great pictures when I was a kid in the Army, and I was just joining the me and my locker. Yeah. Uh, Paul says, Trev, do you remember the Clangers? As in, like, the series? As in, like, the uh, People on the Moon, the, the kids series? I'm not sure what you're referring to there, my friend. I'm sorry. Uh, Bates on Polish Ahead. 
uh, when we found that chick. Yeah. And do you, I'll tell you what was another one. You, you, you pull, so sorry if we're talking army terms, you're probably falling asleep. But basically, we used to have our, our, uh, our best shoes, our parade shoes. And the front toe cap used to have to be like glass. So you sit there pulling it, spitting polish, and pulling it, and pulling it, and making it really glass. And then they come around and say they're not good. And they'd smash them together and they'd shatter them. And then you got to scrape it all off with a knife for hours. And then you'd have to do it. Oh, man. Uh, really, really good. Uh, Lost Boy says, I wasn't even alive in 1978. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, Paul the Soup Dragon. Yes, I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Man. Uh, lost in Australia. Uh, oh, sorry, you guys are talking amongst yourself. I'm glad I wasn't in the army. Do you know what, mate? I'll be honest with you. If I didn't join the army, I'd be in, I'd be in Nick for doing something really, really bad. I, I was a very, uh, I was an arsehole. Uh, I was a horrible person when I was a kid. I was really horrible. I would fight everybody. I was violent. I was, I was just awful. I was a really, really mixed up, nasty young boy. And I was destined to spend a life in jail, 100%. And when I joined the army, it was through pride. It was basically, people were like, <laughs> have you heard like Trev Knight's going in the army? That's going to last two minutes. And I'm like, who, are you? Who, who do you think you are telling me I can't do this? Who do you think you are? And it rattled my cage bad. So in the end, I thought, I'll show you lot. I'll show you. And I did. And when you joined, like after you've been in about, it was about a week, you went into the junior NCO's um, bar area and basically it was a get to know each other. You stood on the stool. Uh, my name's Rifleman Knight. I'm from London, blah, blah, blah. And you had to give one reason why you joined the army. So people would be ratting off, oh, I want to join you because I'm going to travel the world and all that bollocks. So I just said because people said I can't. And that was it. People said I can't. And every time I felt low or felt like they were just rattling me, which they did, you know, you, you imagine like with the full webbing, 46 pounds plus the GPMG and you're, and you're tabbing or you're, you're, you're uh, marching along or you're running and you've got an NCO and you're get a move on, you're lazy, sort yourself out, get quicker. And you're like, Jesus, man. And you couldn't say nothing. You couldn't do nothing. You had to take it on the jaw. Man, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was, oh, what a life changing situation. I remember, and I won't, we'll, we'll change it. And I apologize. The guys that are watching this thing, what's, this is boring. Sorry. I will just say one more thing about mental discipline. We we joined the army. We joined our, on our training depot, and we were given a red PT shirt, a white PT shirt, two pairs of combat trousers, some boots and PT and putties. They were the things you wrapped around. And they wouldn't let us wear them. We, we, we were wearing a civvy outfit for about oh, a good week. And we had all this all this uniform, and we were like, well, when do we get to wear the uniform? When do we get to wear the uniform? Do we get to wear the When can we wear the And we kept asking the NCOs, saying, Corporal, when, when, when do we wear our uniform? Soon. Anyway, it was a Sunday. They gave us the uniform on the Monday. It was a Sunday. Now, how's this for mental? So on the Sunday, they went, right, go upstairs, red PT vest, uh, combat trousers, boots. And now, bear in mind, these boots were brand new. And we're talking spanking new, like hard, rock-hard leather boots. They put us in the back of a four-tonner, which is a big truck, they drove us out 10 miles and they ran us back in a section. My Lord, my boots were full of blood where the, the boots had just eaten my feet and bled and blisters and God knows what. We hobbled around like it was just unbelievable. And that was the welcome to uniform. Trust me, we never asked for a lot after that. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. OK, come on. Let's get back on the patea. Let's think of a question. What question can we ask? Because we're nearly finishing now. We've got 10 minutes. Let's wrap it up with 10 minutes. Um 
Let's have a thing. What should we let's should we go for? Flight brigades, facts for Trev, army, yeah, and mine too, my friend. My, my mother would tell you. I went in an absolute bell in and I came out an educated bell in. <laughs> now you ask me, mum, she'll tell you. Right. Um, so come on, let's let's see him a question. Let's see him a question. Come on. Um, what, what can we say? I'm running out of things. That's unlike me. Let me have a little drink and while me and old cogs work. Hang on. Right, here's a question for you. See the old mind. When you come over here, what is the first Agogo bar, if that's your thing, you will go to? So when you come over here, what is the first Agogo bar you will go to when you get here? So you might be sitting there, oh man, I can't wait to when I go over, I want to go to this particular place. What is the place that you will go to? when you get out here what is that name drop it drop it down below let's see where are you guys going to head to uh what's top of your list of places to be in and let's see what people say so i think if i was in your shoes i, I can imagine some of the comments now probably uh i would guess windmill kink uh queen what's up uh oh aaron says tahitian queen now that's that's a good shout, my friend. Did you know they did the old GoFundMe and uh, they they closed for good and they raised twenty six, excuse me, twenty six thousand US dollars. They raised unbelievable. Uh, lost uh, Andy Smith says the windmill. <laughs> good on you. Uh, all of the <laughs> okay. Mike Clinton the windmill. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, Moselli says sensations. Wow, wow, nice. Uh, Chris Dodge says uh, the windmill. <clears throat> Uh, Paddy Jimmy, uh, I'm always worried about the amount of sugar in some of the Thai foods. We'll finish on that one because I'll, I'll help guys out on that one. But let's let's keep going. I will come back to you, Jimmy. I haven't forgotten that one. Uh, Walkie says the closest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jose says, I'm going to go to the beer bar on Soy Diana. The beer bar. Oh, at the beginning, down by uh, Second Road. Yeah. Yeah. They're still there. The uh, the, the beer bars are still there. Sergio says a soapy. Yeah, man, what a way to start your holiday. Welcome back. Let's dive in. Fair play. Uh, Chris says, I'll see you all there. Uh, Andrew says, I'm not really a go-go man anymore, but first would be the windmill. Yep. Uh, Martin, a Nuru massage. Nice shout. If you know what a Nuru massage is, then uh, 100% uh, you should check it out. Uh Paul says the wheel, yep, and for obvious reasons. That makes perfect sense, my friend. Uh, Harry says the buzzing bar. <laughs> no, we're talking about the go-go bars, my friend. Just the go-go bars. Man versus pixels. Sugar, sugar. Go and see Nick. Really nice guy. Uh, yeah, very, very good place. Um, Kevin, is there one at the airport? Do you know what? If there was, it would probably make a fortune. It really would. You imagine coming off the airport. Oh, right. Oh, let's just nip in for one that turns into ten. Can you imagine it? Uh, Lost Boy, yep, a soapy. Paul says, it's been so long since I've had a special Thai bar girl massage. Yeah, fair play. Um, Chris Dodge said, yes, a message also. Lots of that in the street food. Right, okay, so let's finish off with something that's really important. And this is really important. Jimmy was mentioning this the other day on Discord. We were talking about this in our food uh, chat platform. Let's uh, turn the aircon off. A bit nippy now. There we go. All right, so... You may or may not be aware. Um, let me go back to Jimmy's comment one second. 
where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Jimmy, where's your comment, my friend? One second, one second, one second, one second. Two seconds, guys. Bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Yeah, here we go. Right. So Jimmy's question, or not question, but Jimmy said, uh, I'm always worried about the amount of sugar in some Thai foods. And it's a really good point. And it's something that is often either you're ignorant to or it's overlooked. Pretty much, I would say 90% of the food that Thai people will give you will contain sugar. Normally, by the spoonful, believe it or not. So if you're eating something like Kapal Mulsat, which is the, the, the mints with the, with the, uh, the uh, rice, sugar. If you eat the soups like Gwit Diamul, Gwit Diamul Dom Yam, you know, all, all these Nam Dok, all these soups, sugar. If you look on the tables in the Thai side stalls, they have like a, a, a protective cover to stop the, um, the flies and that getting on the condiments, sugar. So you can kind of get the idea that everything here contains sugar, which it does. It's a big problem. So if you are diabetic or you have a problem with sugar and insulin and all those kind of things, you need to be very, very careful because it, it can upset your system and it can cause you a lot of problems. So what I suggest you do is two things. The first thing is learn this. My Sai Nam Dan. My Sai Nam Dan, Noicab which basically means my side, don't put inside, nam dan, which is sugar, noi cabbages, please. So my side, nam dan. Okay, remember that, my side, nam dan. Because you're telling the person, I want this, so I know I can say, I want this dish, but my side, nam dan. My side, nam dan, noi cab. And that's basically saying, I want this dish, but don't put any sugar in. And they will stick to that. If you're unsure about how to pronounce it, because maybe you don't want to learn that, that sentence, then I will, what I will do is, I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll go into our Discord group, into our Thai section, and I'll write it in Thai for you, copy it, put it onto a piece of, uh, I always suggest this to people, uh, I don't have one to show you, but you know in, uh, in, uh, in the stores, you get these, like, these little tiny little books, these little pocket-sized books, it sounds really, really, really dumb, but I'll be honest with you, Get a little book like this. You can put in your if you've got if you carry a man bag like I do, put it in your bag. If you walk around with your jeans, put it in your back pocket. A little book, and inside there have useful phrases that you know you need. Okay, my sign name Dan, basically, and it's uh, not Tang, it's Dan. Uh, one second, my sign name Dan. So basically, why has that gone there? What's that about? That wasn't what I put in there. Uh, one second, sorry. I sent. I, I replied the answer. It went into to, uh, Facebook. That's sugar. Um, well, I say say Dan. But basically, put these in your pocket and, and in there. Especially if you've got a sugar intolerance or you're diabetic, whatever. You know, my son and Dan, and just go to a, this one, please, and show her. Uh, my son and Dan, please, and she'll read it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, understand, no problem. And they'll do that. They'll do that. Fine. So. I would always suggest. Oh, well, there you go. See, Mazzelli's written it for you. Uh, my sign name. Um, my sign name. Um, yeah. Yeah. My sign. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. It's okay. It's good. Yeah. My sign name. Um, so, yeah. So just write these phrases down because it's so important, particularly if it's something that will cause you an issue. Maybe you don't like salt in your dish because, again, they put a lot of salt in. So maybe you want to talk to them about salt, which is chem. 
Maybe you want to talk about things like that. Maybe you don't want it sweet. So you can say, you know, my one, my one. You can, you can talk about things. But basically, what I'm trying to say to you is the food out here often contains a lot of sugar. If you don't want to be in, ingesting that amount of sugar, then write these sentences down. Jump, jump over to our Discord group, uh, to our Thai part, and uh, basically they'll, they'll be there. Write them down. You know, just copy and paste, drop it on a bit. It's worth its weight in gold because I'll tell you now, there's nothing worse than not knowing, trying to explain it. They don't understand you, and then you think you've got it sus. They put a plate in front of you. Your first mouth, you're like, oh, my Lord, I can't eat this. So, you know, it's just worth doing it. Uh, Chris, cook for yourself. They have a lot of markets for friends. Oh, mate, absolutely, 100% agree with you. But if you're here on holiday, really, would you cook? Would you really cook? I don't know. Maybe you would. Fair play if you do. I'm not criticizing you. I'm just saying, would you cook? Me, personally, salt that. But I live here, so, yeah, I cook. But my point being is, if you're here on a holiday, would you really cook? I don't know if you would. And, of course, at the end of the day, if you are out and about and you're hungry, well, you're not going to nip back to your room on and start cooking. So you need to go to maybe a market or whatever. So it's just worth pointing it out that, you know, if, if you do have this intolerance to sugar or you can't ingest a lot of sugar, then basically these kind of statements or these kind of phrases uh, like Mizelli written there, they're very, very useful. Make sure you put them down. Right. Uh, Andy Smith says, Jimmy is worried about the amount of lady boys in some type of <laughs> Oh, dear. Right. Okay. Where are we? Um, do, 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 do. Right. I think we're nearly there now. What are we now? We're at 157. Yeah, I think we're there. Should we finish up on two hours this time? Normally, we, we sneak over. Um, my mum's off. See you later, mum. Uh, speak to you. I'll give you a call. What's today? Thursday. So I'll give you a call, mum, uh, over the weekend. I won't call you tomorrow, but I'll call you over the weekend, mum. All right. Take care. Love you now. Bye-bye, mum. See you later. Love you. Bye-bye. Uh, right. Uh, Mike Clinton, Google Translator School. Let, let me show you this, right? And I live by this book. I live by this book. And I'll tell you now, I can't recommend it enough times. That's the book. And to prove I live, I live by it, look, sellotaped, you know, and what I do, uh, like, I don't even see this. See, like, I highlight words I, uh, uh, that way. I highlight words that I know that I'm going to need to use, like coffee, you know, and, and it, you know, this book, I've had this book, Donkey's Years get this book if you don't know where it is i'll put a link in the description below uh later on and you can get the book and it's and, and it's uh it's uh what you call it um an amazon link book so I, I think i own about 10 bar if you buy it but anyway i'll put the link there um but but let me help google it you know if you don't want to if you want to buy it from me or my link that is worth its weight in gold and again it goes back to the whole man bag situation i have a man bag and back in england I'd rather poach a red-hot needle in my eye than have a man bag. But out here, I put it in my man bag, along with my phone, along with my wallet, and a pen and a bit of paper just in case I need to do something or write something down. And it's cool. You know, it's cool. It's cool. Right. We're near the end, guys. Before we go, I'm not going to say it. I'll let Jimmy say it for me. Very kind if you do. I won't ask because apparently I'm not allowed to. What was that all about? Right, uh, Andy Smith. Right, back to focus on work later. Good, uh, see you later, my man. Um, all right, Andy's replied that. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, all the best, my friend. Uh, Flight Rickers. Let's all have a good one. Yep, take care, my friend. Goodbye. Uh, 
Yeah, true. I live six months at a time, so it's different. Yeah, so if you're there six months, mate, yeah, I would cook as well, dude. You're right there. Right, guys, uh, I am going to call up. <laughs> no, it's not. Behave. It's a man bag, not a fanny bag. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, so that's it. It's two hours on the mark there. Thank you very much indeed, everybody, for joining in. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate Probably some of you have been on uh, on the pop and you've had a great night with watching the uh, the football, etc. So thank you for putting up with me during this time. Those guys that have joined me from around the world, thank you so much indeed. It's been a pleasure as always. It really, really is. And uh, so that you know, I'll have another live stream on Sunday. I'll also publish the video Sunday about what we're doing with the um, uh, what we're doing with the uh, the Bankridge Our Children. So you see the update. You can see what we're doing, and uh, it's been fantastic. Right, guys. I am going to love you and leave you all. Thank you so much indeed for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for everybody that sent in the uh, the super chats. It's fantastic. So generous of you. And it just continues to keep all the good work we're doing going, which is awesome. Thank you so much for that. Guys, check out the Discord group if you haven't already. There is a link I published and uh, it's in the description. Have a look at that. Join us on the other side. And thank you so much, everybody, for being part of what's been a fantastic two hours. And I've loved joining you all there. All right, guys, thanks ever so much. Take care, guys, and I'll see you on the next edition of the live stream. Bye.